You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 97. F it, birthday cake. Chicago. This is the Savage Fincast, the show that comes from the net, through systems, peoples, and cities to this place. I am Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. I'm Raven Perez, a party dude. Yes, we are back for another big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Urban Legends coverage. Uh, for the last several, was it years now? Uh, we've been covering uh, <laughs> TMNT Urban Legends being released by IDW uh, because um, longtime Savage Dragon contributors Gary Carlson and Frank Fosco wrote and drew that series, and it has many, many connections to various. Uh, Savage Dragon and other highbrow properties. Uh, Vanguard shows up, Hortus shows up, the SOS, various other other connections. Oh, and Dragon, of course, he shows up. That guy. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Eric produced it. I mean, it was basically it, it was part of his quote unquote imprint, his little yeah. section of Image Comics. Technically, um, I know he did covers for some of the earlier issues. I don't think yep. he did much in the way of like actual editing later on. It was kind of its own thing. But I know. No, he, he was a series editor. He ran the letters column and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He was pretty involved. I mean, Mirage oh, wanted okay. Highbrow to take it over, and yeah. so he brought in Gary and. Uh, it was Frank. A, it was a weird time for Turtles because the cartoon was over and uh, the comics weren't being produced, and I guess uh, they wanted a comic to exist, and so it went on Eric to uh, make it happen. Yeah, highly unique period for the book. Um, a lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. Uh, but I believe this uh, revival has been has gone over a lot better than it did back when in the 90s when it was new. Yeah. Right. And the, the cool thing and what I'm excited about is that the original run ended at issue 23, mm-hmm. which is we're covering 21, 22, and 23 on this podcast. So we are going to be hitting the end of that original run, and then next time, not next episode, but very soon, we're going to cover the final three brand new issues to the conclusion which is amazing. I mean, how many comics does that happen to? You have a 20-year-old comic around close to 20 years, right? It's got to be close to that. Mm, that. I think it came out in, what, 98? I want to say there was a 15-year gap. Maybe 15. Yeah. F- 15 sticking out in my head. For Never got to get finished and gets a second chance through IDW with three extra issues to close it out cleanly, which, as you guys will hear on this podcast, it doesn't really close out cleanly in, in the original it run. do um, not. No, the original run was Cliffhanger City, dude. Yeah, and, you know, it was a lot of fun back then, and it was a good comic because it, it tied in so closely with Savage Dragon. It was always such a bummer that they didn't get to close it out. So I'm just over the moon that, that IDW took this on and, and colored it, first of all, because I don't think we hit on that, that it was black and white to begin with. Right. Um and brought back the original team to finish it out. I mean, again, how many times has that happened? I can't remember any other comic getting that second chance. And on top of that, Craig, you mentioned a colorist, uh, Adam Gazowski, has done an absolutely phenomenal job. Uh, right. This looks incredible. Um, it looks like it was made yesterday. So this shit is fantastic, dude. I came into this uh, clean. I'd never read any of Urban Legends. It wasn't even called that back then. I hadn't read any of this, uh, and this was all new to me, and I've been fucking loving it, dude. 
eating it up with a fork and spoon. Nice. So shall we get into some bit of news before we start covering these issues? Yeah, man. Let's do it. You want to start with the 255 cover Savage Dragon first? Uh, 255's cover, which Eric released about a week ago from this recording, um, is such a great cover. I don't know yes, if you guys have seen it, but it's titled on it The Empty Grave, and I think it's the first cover of Savage Dragon to have Paul Dragon on the cover. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I'm fairly certain he was holding back putting Paul on the cover until after 251 came out. Giving it some space. Yeah. yeah. But uh, man, this cover is amazing. It's it's I mean, it's uh, Paul Dragon looking into an empty grave. What it seems like, and your view, the viewpoint is like looking up from the grave uh, with Paul Dragon looking down. Uh, great font that says the empty grave on it. The background is this crazy reds. It now, looks like he might be in Dimension X. Well, that's know. the thing. I initially, when I first saw this cover, my first thought was uh, Paul had looked for Dragon's Grave and was looking at his own corpse, or at least the empty hole where his corpse should be. But yeah. now I realize it's got all the Kirby dots in the background, and we also have that subplot with Jennifer going on in Dimension X. It makes a lot more sense that it's her empty grave. Yeah, for yeah. listeners that don't remember, maybe, is that Jennifer died in Dimension X, but she was pregnant with Michael Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson. Yeah, Michael, <laughs> Michael Jackson's baby Michael like Jackson's baby Sharona uh, well Dragon. I don't know if we knew she was pregnant we we speculated she might have been pregnant yeah the we hand that bust oh, out right. of the grave could be hers you yes. don't know it's unclear yeah was she she didn't have like a bump or anything I, no bump I mean she had oh, literally right. had sex with Michael like a day before but uh, so did fucking Alex, Alex and, Angel, and Angel, and they didn't get, they didn't pregnant. get pregnant, right? Oh, yeah. weird. All right, my I know we all kind of we all, we all kind of put it into our heads that there was a, it was related somehow. So maybe it's her. It was it all could just be her, it, was, dude. it was all just speculation about whose hand that could have been. Gotcha. And when when chosen blo- uh, chosen one blood is involved, it literally could be either of them. Yeah. So regardless, it, someone's hands busting out and crawling right. out of that grave. Like, it's hard to, like, why would Jennifer survive what she went through? The only way I could think is if she had a dragon baby and somehow sharing blood with the baby helped regenerate her. Or yeah. possibly the baby survived because it was, uh, because they're hardy, hardy babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple of possibilities. But the point is, it appears that this issue is going to deal with that. As Paul probably is going, is on the hunt to find uh, his, uh, his, uh, his dead wife, Sue. Yeah, and least. what's funny is important to also note that, like, uh, just before Smasher, uh, you know, and the whole merging of the earth, she started calling Dragon Paul. Right. So she so has Sue's memories. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sue being Paul Dragon's version of Jennifer. Basically. Paul Dragon's yeah. wife. Yep. Yeah. So, same, yeah, same. I mean, that's why we're kind of thinking in this way. I mean, we don't know. It's all. All guesses at this point, but such it's a cool cover. It's fun to speculate because there's so many possibilities. Because yeah. it's also possible none of this is this is true. Right. Yeah. You never know. Could be a big fat fucking lie. Eric right. likes to make those covers like match the guts, but could be total misdirection. You don't know. I'm I'm just in love with the cover though. I, I think it's spectacular. It's a lot of it's, it's nice, simple no, but good. Nice use of negative space. Yeah. It's a really good. Uh, like I. 
you you mentioned it, but like the way that the empty grave, the words the empty grave are lined up uh, perspective wise to help sell the illusion of depth from the grave, like looking up, like it's yeah. really cool. It's yeah. really good, dude. And just the, the, the curvy crackle in the background of the reds yeah. and stuff, just fantastic. Tell you, man, some of the best covers in the biz. Yep. Motherfucker knows his way around a cover. So what we got next? Well, next we have... Oh, of course I closed it. Hold on. <laughs> Professional, nothing but the best here. Savage Turtle Cast. So, a couple of weeks ago, Gary Carlson announced that he has a Kickstarter with... Um, I'm sorry, artist... Chris Ecker. Chris, Chris, Chris Eckers is the artist? No, he's the writer. He's the writer? Gary's the editor. I'm not sure who the... I think the artists are assorted. There might be it's, different. No, it's it's the same guy. He's he's done a lot of the recent Big Bang issues. So the Kickstarter is for the series called Anomalies, which it kind of has a, I say it's kind of like a Doom Patrol, Fantastic Four looking series. It's got a, it's about a team of characters all with weird powers, right? Um, and of course it's it's written by Gary Carlson, I guess edited and co-created by Chris Eckers, and it's being drawn by a guy named. Ron C. Williams, who has been doing art in Big Bang Adventures, which is uh, being self-published through Indie Indie Planet, uh, yes. both print-on-demand and digitally. And from the work I've seen of his, he's a very good artist. Yeah. Um, he's This looks like his biggest project to date, or at least the biggest I've seen. Uh, and the work he's done in Big Bang has all been very impressive. Yeah, I think the concept is that like all of the heroes have some kind of handicap. Yes, and they all have like a power that kind of offsets that handicap. I, I th- based on the preview images that I've been seeing, yeah, because there's there's this one kid who seems to be a quadriplegic, no arms, no legs. Wait, that's not quadriplegic. I mean, he just he has no arms and legs, right? And then he generates them or something. Yeah, it's like, like powers. It's like energy limbs. Um, so, and, and there's, you know, I think there's one guy who actually has to, like, rip his skin off to become, like, this burn victim-looking guy. I don't know what exactly what his powers are, but it's, uh, but in order to use him, he has to rip his own skin off, which I assume yeah. grows back later. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting-looking series, but it's, um, this Kickstarter was launched, like I said, uh, about, at the time of this recording, two weeks, but at the time you hear it, it'll be in its last week. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, it has raised only fourteen hundred of its forty-eight hundred dollar goal. Um, so it, it could use the help. If you want to yeah. support Gary, I highly advise hopping on uh, Kickstarter's website, searching for the name Ano Anomalies. Yeah. Yep. Or or the name Chris Eckers. Uh, if you do Anomalies I, yeah. comic, it's the top result. Yeah. There's a lot of cool. Um, Reward tiers too. I just wanted to hit those up real quick, especially since this is the Savage Fincast. There's, we all know Gary Carlson's work close with Eric, and so there's some uh, tiers that include Savage Dragon comics. Um, but the first one I want to hit, which is a cool tier, which I actually signed up for, um, is if you pledge sixty five bucks, you can get a signed copy of Ram Number One, which was an old Megaton uh, comics. Uh, character mm-hmm. and it actually has one of the first uh it's it contains a pre-image mention and art of of young blood um, awesome and really if you tried to buy this outright it, they go for over a 100 bucks so 
now is your chance to kind of get it at half the price that it's it's going for uh if that's of interest to you i just like i like the ram character i'm big into like the megaton big bang universe and so uh it's just a cheaper way to to get in and, and get ram and still get this cool anomalies uh comic and then on top of that there's other pledges like you can get assigned uh savage dragon one half or um you can get all the new Big Bang Adventure comics. I think there's like five issues that are out now in one tier along with Anomalies. Uh, they also have um, the Wizard Ace edition of Megaton number three, which is uh, Savage Dragon's first appearance in Megaton. Um, it's cool comics that have been out of print for a while. Um, so it's worth checking out if that's something that, you know, Savage Dragon fans are into. Um, it's a cool way to, to get a cool kind of uh reward and also support the comic and there's also um pages of original art from the comic that are available and if you're one of those cats with deep pockets man craig we gotta talk about that sub there's only one of them if you just under a k you get (laughs) oh yeah that's that's incredible it is one through eight of megaton and the megaton explosion and ram one and two yeah and and what's funny is like you like isn't one of those comics like like going for like 800 alone or something i don't think it's that much but the the megaton explosions got a very first appearance i think of young blood that ram number one's got one of those first young blood uh the megaton yes number three is the first dragon outside of graphic fantasy i guess or is it the first i think it might be the first dragon i'm not sure no it's absolutely is it not. not graphic okay. fantasy is absolutely where dragon's from okay uh, but it is one of the earliest appearances and a lot of and a lot of people mistakenly think it's his first appearance it's, yeah it's, i think it always it's got that classic that. dragon versus vanguard cover there's a lot of vanguard stories in those original megaton runs it, there's it, uh, might first, it might be might be might be first dragon on cover maybe uh, E3N, which we'll see is, uh, you know, we see in the, the backups of Savage Dragon is, is featured in Megaton. Just a lot of cool shit with a lot of early appearances of Dragon and Youngblood. So it's, it's a cool, I mean, you gotta have, oh, no, you gotta right. have some deep pockets, but it's a cool, uh, cool tier. Yeah. Big time, dude. It's really awesome stuff. Like they kind of went all out on this. Yeah. So be a sport, man. Help them out. Get in yeah. there. They, they don't have and that. They don't have that far to go. Forty eight hundred dollars is pretty, pretty uh, doable if we all pitch in. And yeah, I always I, like to say, even if you can't directly help, because I understand like things are fucked up, and people are unemployed, times are tough, etc. Dude, it means so much if you can just like share. Like if you can't help, but you if you can't help directly, but you want to help, just share. Honest yeah. to goodness, just. Yeah tweet or put it on your facebook it means more coming from you than it will from them any day of the week so if you can't give money just help just get the word out and if you have the five even if it's five bucks to get the pdf uh you know try it out i mean they're the big bang guys you know their stuff's quality um support some independent comic book creators give it a shot we wouldn't do you wrong would we We've never let them down yet. Yet. (laughs) Well, time for our final news item. 
It was a sad day, with many a heavy a heart, across the internet, thousands of Savage Dragon fans had their illusions of comfort and security shattered by UK-based braggart Gavin Higginbotham, who broke the news of a secret unannounced black and white con intended exclusive variant of Savage Dragon 250. We were all naive in those simpler times before this earth-shattering revelation that our 250 variant collections were incomplete and thus invalid. You could hear the collective screams and gnashing of teeth of completists everywhere. It truly was an awful experience. I hope Gavin is happy. <laughs> uh, you know, Eric, you should also be ashamed of yourself. Monsters, really. They seem to revel in it. You know, they seem to really delight. A lot of people were just sad. I, I saw a lot of really, like, high emotions. Uh, but honestly, you know, there's worse things in the world, I guess, than not having every Savage Dragon 250 variant. But not much. Not but so, much. Just, just on a serious note, yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> this is a variant. It's just a black and white edition of Eric's 250 cover. Right, and it was intended to be... A con exclusive. Uh, a con exclusive. And they had only 250. So you were going to be literally the only way you could get these bad boys was to get them directly from Eric himself at a convention. Uh, and that's cool, actually. Jokes aside, that is pretty cool. Because think what a, I mean, memorable kind of like a one of a kind souvenir that would have been. Um, Eric says he doesn't know what he's going to do. He says he has no idea. Maybe he'll wait. Maybe he'll try something else. He, he just doesn't know yet. Obviously, because COVID is canceled. Exactly. Yep. He's not going anywhere uh, during COVID, which makes sense. And so the opportunity for him to distribute these as they were intended isn't there. So he just doesn't know. So not much of, I guess, news actually, but just something to know. If you're a con attendee, if you're an Eric Larson fan, if you uh, were collecting 250 variants, there's one hell of a, one hell of a, it's more rare than the green scorpion variant. That's, but, no, it's the same. Were there 250 of that one? Yeah. Yeah, but I like to think that you're getting this one from Eric. It probably is better. You know? Doesn't mean it's more rare, dude. So that thing's, wrong. that thing's just from some shitty well okay stop you're wrong (laughs) moving along uh that wraps up the news but seeing as how this is teenage mutant ninja turtle cast i thought it might be fun if all of us party dudes pizza loving party dudes (laughs) had a little real quick game of wits wits it's a game of wits not really uh Jim, Craig, you're going to be the contestants, but dear listeners, try not to wreck your car as you play along. It's an easy game, very short, just 12 questions. It's real or fake, and that way you both get to give me your real or fake, and I'll just keep up your tabs and we'll see who wins here. I see. Wait, we say some, oh, whether I'm, something's real or fake? Right, yes. right. I'm, yeah, yeah. So, we all know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there was a shit ton of toys. They started getting pretty wacky. There were some kind of really, like, out there Ninja Turtle toys. Your goal for this game, I'm going to give you a name of one of those toys. You just simply tell me whether it's real or fake. 
Did I'm I... pressing a little X in or something? Nope, you're not doing no, anything. No, no, we, you, we both have to answer the, you, the you question. Both it doesn't matter who answers okay. first. Yeah, okay. not, it's not a speed game. It's not. You both say real or fake, and I'll just tally up who got what right. I'll just listen to, to Jim's answer first because <laughs> he's the toy collector. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll see how your yeah, memories we'll go. Because uh, believe me, I did not buy uh, a lot of Ninja Turtle toys when I was a kid. And anybody who remembers those toy lines remembers how fucking out there it got. Get ready. Okay. The skateboard gecko is real. Mondo gecko. Nice memory. <laughs> a a uh, stuck is real. Nice memory. Not <laughs> yes. not on my list. The trash can guy is real. All right. Let's let's let him tell us. <laughs> Here we go. Get ready. Number one. There's twelve of them. So we'll see how it shakes out. Number one. Real or fake? Robo shredder. Real. Okay. Fake. Craig, Are you typing, Craig? Point to no, you. Not typing at all. All right. It's because Robo Shredder was fake. Number two. Was he real or fake? Creepy crawling splinter. That sounds real. Fake. So, uh, Jim, that's a point for you. Uh, he was real. Fucking creepy crawly splinter. Creepy crawling splinter. I don't know if you saw that toy, but it was a stupid fucking gimmick. <laughs> any rate, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Number three, real or fake? Birthday suit April. <laughs> fake. Well, I want to say fake, but something tells me trick question. <laughs> True. Real. Craig was correct it is fake that's only real in jim and uh raven's uh, imagination only real in my dreams only real in my sweet sweet dreams number four bride of frankenstein april real real you both get a point that was <laughs> believe it part or not of the halloween line part of the... yeah halloween costumes and like yeah stuff like that seems right up its alley part of, yeah the later stuff that's it. You nailed it. You nailed it, you geniuses. Yeah, there were Vampire Donatello and all kinds of shit. Number five, Space Usagi Yojimbo. Okay. What's your answer, Craig? Because uh, I know this answer. Because they did a regular Usagi. So super real as to be completely real. Wow. So, Jim, you get a point. Craig, you said fake? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know they did a space one. I know there, they did a regular one. There, there was a space Usagi Yojimbo. Number six. Oh, we were talking just about the toys. I guess I didn't realize the toy was... I, I didn't actually didn't remember if they made a toy or not. I just knew the comic was real. Wait, you forgot we're doing uh, a game about toys? I thought we were doing a game about <laughs> characters. Yeah, this is all about toys, man. Oh, right. Uh, take that point away from him. <laughs> yeah, He's not I, paying I attention. Sh- I should. Uh, you dumb luck to you magooed your way into that one, Purcell. <laughs> yeah. All right, <laughs> number six. Wait a minute, we're talking about toys here? <laughs> exactly. Ninja, huh? What? Uh, number six, real or fake? Hose them down, Dawn. Fake. I'll go real. Craig, that was real. Was he hose a fireman? Him, hose them down, Dawn. I think he was. Number seven, Mutagen Master. Real, I misread real. that. Huh. I misread that Mutagen Monster. Oh, real, real. Sorry, I made that up. That's fake. Oh, there was a Mutagen Man. It's getting a little tricky from here on out. Oh, that's garbage. I know. Fuck you. 
You lose. You lose. <laughs> number number eight. We all lose. <laughs> we all lose with that one. Number eight. You gotta let me say the full thing. Don't don't say real or fake real quick. Because these are, these are, we're getting in tricky territory. Leonardo the Jim Lee sculpt. Oh, fake. Like, did it happen? Was it? Did it like, happen? It... The Jim Lee sculpt. Uh. Real. Craig, Jim was correct. What the sculpt happened? <laughs> that was the one. It they did didn't not make. That's the one they didn't make. They did everything. They made else. a sculpt. Nope. They didn't even do a sculpt. They didn't even do the sculpt. But oh. you got to understand. That's a lie. I've seen it. Unless someone is a fan-made one. <laughs> no, we're talking about toys that made it to market, guys. Like, I'm That's sorry. what I just asked you. But the sculpt <laughs> never makes it to market. No. This is bullshit. You have to understand. I'm done. How else I'm am I supposed this to table refer over. to? How, am I, how else am I supposed <laughs> to refer to this Leonardo? He didn't well, happen. I, didn't make I it to stores, that, loser. He I know they didn't make a Leonardo toy. He did, you oh, said sculpt. Too, too bad. Too bad. This is garbage. This you, is pure garbage. You better pay attention. I knew you were trying to trick us, Raven. <laughs> That's good, dude. I'm glad. Because number nine, was this real or fake? Lickety split Leonardo. Real. Fake. Craig, you get a point. Lickety split Leonardo was what the hell un- did he do? unbelievably real. He ate vagina. Next. Number ten, Charlie Horse. Fake. Fake. You both get a point. Good job. Sniffed it out, dudes. All right. Number 11. I don't think there was a horse Ninja Turtle toy. Mm, I'm afraid to say. There's just too fucking many. Number 11. Toronto Dawn. Toronto Dawn? Yeah. Like P. Toronto. You know, dinosaur. Uh, Toronto Dawn. Was he real or fake? Fake. Oh, Toronto Dawn. Uh, Dawn. Not not Toronto. <laughs> no, like the dinosaur. Toronto, like a dinosaur. Oh, Tor- Toronto Dawn. Right. Real. So, Jim gets a point. I knew there Get were di- I knew there this were dino garbage. I knew there were dino figures that sounded vaguely <laughs> bad enough to be real. Ugh. Wingnut and Screw Loose two pack or packed in together. Real or fake? Uh, real. Real. You both get the point. And you know what? This is fucking crazy. But I'm counting this up. Seven. So you both tied. <laughs> yeah, but your stupid Leo question. You know what? Sorry. You tied. This Guess is what? garbage. I don't have a tiebreaker. So. This is Bush League bullshit. What a damn squib. I do have a tiebreaker. Fuck you. Here it comes. It's not turtle toy related. <laughs> What was false? All right, true or false? True or false? Was there a, a Leonardo figure? False. Good lord, salty, bitter, sour! <laughs> You're about to lose on principle. Let's end this. Let's end this. This uh, did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade feature a track from the Ninja Turtles live action concert? True or false? Holy crap! Um. We're talking about video games? Yeah. yeah it's but, a toy. So. I don't even know the answer down. to this one. I'm going to say no. Um, I'm going to say no, too, just because 
We're still tied. You're both so wrong. You, and we're Aiden. still tied. Oh my god, dickheads, dickheads. You know what? That's how it ends. <laughs> you're when tied. You said the live show. You mean the the coming out of our shells tour? Yes. Jesus a, Christ. That didn't they just make game. toys for that? So you couldn't ask us about the toys they for that? They did Raven? just make toys for those. Because I was trying to give you a tricky tiebreaker, you douchebags. You know what? <sighs> I think it's time for me and potatoes. <laughs> I think I think Jim and I both win, and we get to like make you do something shitty. No, you know what? Nobody wins. I, I win because I made a game that was fun and entertaining, and the listeners loved it. Thank you, listeners. Uh, I was just about to say you win, the <laughs> listeners lose on this one. I've been checking. I don't think there's a mutant horse in Ninja Turtles. That's crazy. <laughs> Never? Like, even in the comics I, later? I, I just googled Ninja Turtles and horse, and there's no horses. I mean, there are, Don't. There are, they ride horses, real horses, but there are no mutant horses. Tiebreaker, true or false, was there a Treasure Troll Ninja Turtle? Yes. Toy. Well, the way that, that Jim said yes, I have to say yes, too. <laughs> Still tied. God damn it. <laughs> yes. God damn it. Yes? yes of not, course. When we're tied, true and false doesn't work because the other guy can just answer the same answer. And Until I'm sure. Go, and it just goes either way, no matter what. All right. You Isn't there, weren't there like rock star, like Ninja Turtles? Yeah, that yeah that's everything. The, that's the All coming the out of your shells tour, Turtles. They, dude, they had sumo uh, and samurai and sports. There were cavemen like, turtles. I had a fucking f- caveman. Mark Michelangelo it was awful. They had fucking cartoon versions. But like the weird thing is, is they made the cartoon versions. They made toys that you needed like Irma and Vern from the cartoon. But then the turtles that went along with those looked stupid as fuck and didn't look like the cartoon. Oh. So there were so many weird Ninja Turtle toys. Anyway, meat and potatoes. The originals are always cool, though. I liked, I had some of the originals when I was a kid. Those were good, dude. Turtle toys were high quality. They had a weird sort In the of... beginning. Remember they had, like, uh, all the, like, they had a shitload of weapons, like stars and stuff? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like a little weapons holder. And that little rack. That little I think those were some of the last action figures I got until I got too old for action figures. Yeah, that would have fit. That was that was about some of the last great like action figure toy lines. They they had other shit after, like they tried to do like Bucky O'Hare and stuff like that, but like nah, Turtles was the last big thing. They that was in Turtles, Bucky O'Hare. No, no, no. no. Still Playmates. playmates. Toys, yeah. Playmates oh, gotcha. did that. Well, play- yeah, they had. Uh, well, you know, Playmates had- still exists, right? And they still make all the Ninja Turtle toys. Do they? Oh God, fucking yes! They just came out with a whole line of awful, awful looking Godzilla figures. I just would have thought like Nickelodeon owning Turtles that would have just been like mm, fuck you Playmates no, and done there and they're thing. still with Playmates all the Turtle figures except for the ones NECA make which is a different license but yeah Playmates still makes the Turtle figures that's didn't wild. they um didn't they make Zen yeah Dino Galactic, Galactic Ninja, Ninja too sure, sure yeah they did Earthworm Jim like Playmates did like all that weird shit. You know, I didn't put Ace Duck in there because I knew you'd both remember Ace Duck. Ace Duck is the weirdest yeah. goddamn thing. You guys know the story yeah. of Ace Duck, right? No. Kinda. He, he was created as like a filler character for the very first series of Ninja Turtle toys. And he wasn't in the show, ever. And what they they described his job on the back of the box as he was the pilot of the Turtle Blimp. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Good never try, seen guys. in the show. He just They just threw him in there. Nice try, guys. We know better. I I am so I can't believe 
fat raven you didn't give us a Napoleon Bona frog. You know, I knew you would know that. Jim would know it if you did. My brother I, like, I, continued to collect, so I'm looking at these figures now, and I see so many I remember. Was Napoleon yeah. Bonafrog one of the, the 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 frog mutant characters? But his sculpt yeah. was a, a horn toad, not like yeah. in the cartoon. Oh. Yeah. In, in the cartoon, they all looked like Genghis, but in the toy, Napoleon looked like a fucking horn toad. It was fucking crazy. Dude, my, my brother had Muckman, who's like the garbage guy. Yeah. Pizza Face. Did you guys have uh, Mutagen? I accidentally eliminated Pizza Face because I knew you guys would know. Um, did you guys ever have the Mutagen Man? He was so. No, f- I see him now. I remember. He had Mondo Gecko and he had Usagi. I didn't know they made a Fugitoid guy. Yeah. That's cool because that's from like the well, comic. Fugitoid's from Mirage era. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why that's cool. But he was in oh, the cartoon General too, right? Trag? Yeah, can you believe it? Ugh. And the toy looks shitty compared to, like, yeah. the cartoon. Like, it looked real shitty, dude. Scumbug? I don't remember that guy. Just made up. Some of the, well, the, the story on that was that, like, they were just, the cartoon was just, like, getting ideas from the toy company. And the toy company yeah. was getting ideas from the cartoon. So that's why those sculpts were so different. Because the toy company was literally making up shit that, without animation in mind. Yeah. And so they didn't give a fuck if a character could never be animated. You know what I mean? I'm looking at these, and I think I only really knew the stuff from, like, the first three years. Because once it gets into, like, the 1990s, they have characters I had no idea. <laughs> so there's, like, Dirtbag, Groundchuck, Chrome Dome. Who the hell are these guys? <laughs> Just made up. <laughs> a super Shredder. I, had, I don't know any of these. You could have said any of these, and I wouldn't have known. Did you see how, like, they they didn't make Krang's body until, like, fucking years later? Yeah, they just gave him a little, like, <laughs> two-legged robo thing. Right, which was beginning. cool. It was cool, but it's funny how long they waited to make Krang's body. Yeah, a lot of crap. I just remember seeing shit as it got older and older, like, in the late, late years where they just started reaching for, like, themes. They almost made them, like, Barbie dolls where they were each, like, Halloween theme and... Whatever it was, you know. Well, that's the problem because the very first year that they made them, they made every single character that mattered. And then, like, they had to keep going. And so instead, like, and it's not like there's going to be more important, like, hero characters. So that's where you got into stupid shit like Sumo Donatello, Baseball Leonardo. And it's like. (laughs) Yeah, right. I got to tell you, the, the sculpt for the original Shredder is pretty freaking cool. I remember that having that toy, and I really liked it. Hunched over. <laughs> yeah, like just, I don't know, his pose was kind of neat. It was yeah. like pretty muscular and detailed. Yeah, very cool. Very cool, dude. I figured you guys would enjoy a little trip down toy memory lane. Yeah, that was fun. Space Usagi. <laughs> Arctic Donatello. <laughs> I can't believe, I gotta be honest, Bride of Frankenstein, April O'Neil, I had no idea existed. I didn't see. I saw the Monster Turtle toys. I didn't see Bride of Frankenstein April at all. Bodacious birthday turtles. <laughs> what a stretch. <laughs> Cave Beast Bebop with Bodacious Brontosaurus. <laughs> My God. All yeah. right. Meat and potatoes time, right? Cave Woman April. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Can you imagine the poor bastard that got Vern as a gift? 
Yay, Vern. <laughs> you shouldn't have. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, it's weird. There's Tyranno Dawn and Tyranno Shredder. Like yeah. Tyranno, I thought you were saying like Tyranno, like Tyrannosaurus. But oh no, it's like, Tyrannodon is the pun. Yeah. yeah, which is, but they also have Tyranno Shredder, so it's almost the same thing. That's why I made sure to specify. I said it's like P Tyranno, like Paterno. Yeah, yeah. I was trying. All to, right. I was trying to what? goad you, Craig, into a mistake because of Tyranno Man. Yeah. Instead, you goaded yourself into a mistake. You with played yourself. Sculpt Leo. I just don't see how I lost. Uh, I'm sorry. You guys lost. You're the contestants. You lost. I won. No whammies, no whammies. Stop. <laughs> All right, let's get to this meat and potatoes. This there episode. is a lot We've... to get through, so let's rock. A lot of meaty roll. potatoes, dudes. Issue 21. Bomb-ass cover. We always do this. Did you guys go for cover B, which is the original print cover, or did you go for cover A? I have all the original series, so I have cover B, which is like the Fosco Larson covers. So I gotta go with the, the just the new Fosco covers. My but shop downside didn't have it. One side of da- one downside of digital. I don't have a choice. I got the A covers. Oh, just Hortus. Hortus is very prominently featured on the B covers. So oh, is she? Yeah, very prominently. Yeah, it's and cool. then goes Goddard jumping off a building. Mm-hmm. I do love all the Kevin Eastman covers, I gotta tell you. Which yeah, I've really and job. I've been saying it all along. They're the incentive covers. But if you have the, the print copy they show you on the inside cover. And I've just been enjoying how he's been like taking scenes from all these books and, and making cool covers. Yeah, it's really cool. It is uh, cool that he is an artist that takes the initiative to draw something that's inside the comic. Yeah. And it's just cool seeing, like, the original artist kind of doing his take. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I, I was talking to an artist buddy about it. Like, it's weird that all these years later, Kevin Eastman doesn't really have clones. Like, pretty much when yeah. you see a Kevin Eastman piece, you know he did it, is what's so yeah. funny. It's weird. I always feel like his stuff feels a little amateur in a way, but still really awesome. I don't know if you guys get that. Like, oh, I know he's totally. a great artist. Absolutely. And, and I really enjoy it, but he's like, he's not as polished as most. And he never but I, was. But I, No, but I think that's what makes his turtle stuff look great, though, for some reason. Well, it's I don't funny. know what it is. It's funny because, like you said, it. Like you can't say that he's a bad artist at all. Because, like, he's, dude, he's got, like, perspective and foreshortening. He's got, like, yeah. cool character designs, great compositions. Like, he his work's covered in, like, shadowing and crosshatching. But, yeah, dude, there's some weird kind of, there's a weird kind of primitiveness to it. And, I don't know, it fucking looks cool to me. Yep. Previously, on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Michelangelo Leatherhead. Ha, <laughs> Michelangelo, Leatherhead, and Casey are trying to stop the Triceraton invasion, but things are looking grim. Meanwhile, Donatello finds himself in hot water at the Museum of Natural History. And I think that this is a funny gag of this guy running down the stairs yelling help, and everybody thinks he's drunk. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Drinking your lunch again. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Security guard running because... Donatello and Hordus are fighting with the Triceraton. It's then, a great splash page, dude. Yeah, the Triceraton gets uh, diehearded 
Yeah. <laughs> and the gag is that the security guard's screaming because the dinosaurs are coming to life in the in the museum. Yeah, it's good, dude. I like that. I like that gag. Horde is still being a fucking butthole because she's trying to learn about her past. Yeah, this is the weird subplot running through this. Is that um, the 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 ter- the sorry the uh, triceratons. triceratons have implied that she is like related to them in some fashion, and so now right. she's desperate to find out more about her origins. So here right. in the opening, she like gets caught in a teleporter field and like vanishes. Mm-hmm. We don't know where she's gone. Triceraton homeworld, indeed. Uh, I think it comes back around, but we'll get there. Yeah, it does. We'll get there. Uh, Donatello is uh, pretty sad, though, because he's pretty sure he just uh, lost Mikey's girlfriend and a member of the SOS. So, not good for him. Gets the fuck out of there. Meanwhile, back in the sewers, we get to see Casey and the gang uh, duking it out with a bunch of Triceratons. Lots of kick-ass action here. Yeah, I love that scene where... um... Uh, Casey Jones is like this bozo just sprouted feathers he's like wait those are arrows it's like all of a sudden you know you, you turn the page and there's this great splash of like Raphael leading the foot clan yeah absolutely dude you just got that awesome like you know triceraton smashing into a cop car and now this sweet double page spread Ooh, it's so good dude I like the coloring choice to give the foot clan uh, red eyes yeah, what's the difference? Some of them have that, like, I don't know how to how to describe it, like a Cyclops-type connected eye visor thing, and some have just two red dots. Oh, you mean the, the foot? Yeah. What did I the say? The little eye window. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. What did I say? Did I not say the foot? Yeah, you said it. Yeah, I'm just oh, big. Right. I'm just Jim clarifying. was looking for horse mutants. I, I was, I was <laughs> well, I was thinking of the, 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 never mind. What I was thinking. I, I actually think that's to distinguish them between regular foot grunts and uh, the, the elite guard. Gotcha. Raphael's still sporting the Shredder costume, which I think is cool. Yeah, it's badass, dude. I love it. I think it's a cool visual. A one-armed Leo stumping it up. Yeah, it's crazy, too. Like Leo doesn't wear his like little bandana in this. Yeah, you know, it's funny the like Frank and them were like making sure that every turtle looked distinct. I guess that was just their way other than the one hand. Well, I think at way. this point Michelangelo is the only one that wears a bandana. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. It's pretty weird. He's a party dude. And of course he wears the red bandana because comic turtles wear only red. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz they're the coolest. I, I I I think well I don't know it's in black and white so I guess I guess in black and white it makes more sense to take the mask off some characters to make them distinct from moment to moment, right? But uh, the thing about the turtles and comics is is that uh, what initially created the whole idea was you could tell which turtle was who by the weapon they carried. So yeah. they just never put them down, right? <laughs> well, you got to think if you're having a waist up shot, you got you know. Raph with the ripped up face. You got Donnie with the cyborg face. So to make Leo and Mikey different from the waist up, you got to right. do something. So yeah, Leo with the mask off, that's what's up. But uh, yeah, they're bashing up these guys' leatherheads, just getting fucking more and more primitive. He's just eating the shit out of Triceratons. I uh, got to admit, I only ever knew the cartoon like 
<laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that Cajun this thing. This is guarantee. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm only some turtle. So I had no idea that Leatherhead was so fucking awesome, dude. I didn't know you could, like, rip up fucking Triceratons. Like, they're kind of, like, series badass. He's just eating them left and right. Is he just, is he just, like, what's his... Does anyone know what his origin is in Ninja Turtles? He's not like he's a New Orleans just, guy. No, he's just a mutant alligator. I think he's just yeah. a sewer alligator who got mutated. And, ah, mon chéri. And his connection was that he was with the uh, Ultrums. Uh, that's why he has that fondness with the Doctor. Yeah. Because their experiments led to his creation, and so he has intelligence. But he's been regressing because of his mutagen. Like, he's becoming more animal-like. Gotcha. That's his little subplot in this comic. I gotta admit, uh, Mikey's super long uh, nunchuck. Yeah. <laughs> what is up with that? Was that, is that? At first I thought maybe it was like some kind of staff that extends. Right. But then there's like that one panel where like the chain links are like a mile long. And it's like... <laughs> yeah, dude, they're so that long. That looks a little weird. Those are the longest nunchucks in history. <laughs> but it's good, though. I love the visual of it. And it's actually kind of cool how all the other panel, the electricity just fused all the links together. I think that's so the, cool as shit. The Triceratons are trying to come through the portal that uh, Leatherface and uh, Doctor X built. Yep, trying to come through some more, dude. Once once they bust it, like that following page when the battle's done and you you read that a bunch of Foot Clan guys died, mm-hmm. and then Raphael just pulls up the headless like the the head of the Triceraton guy. Yeah, it's dude. pretty brutal. Yeah, dude. He's so like. <laughs> It's like, goddamn, Raph, that's brutal, man. Cool, but rude. <laughs> I'm sorry. But in boom. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Dude, you've been holding on to that one. I know. It's perfect. I had to. <laughs> yeah, man. That, that, I was, I'm glad you commented on that because as I was doing a reread for the, you know, FinCast, I was like, holy shit, dude. I forgot. That's like pretty wicked. Yeah, they kind of have a little uh, reconciliation. They were on the outs with uh, Raph, but Raph came to the rescue, you know, and he saved their fucking ass. And everybody's going to kind of, like, admit that, hey, maybe Raphael, you know, being in charge of the foot isn't so bad because they'd kind of been fucked without him. And so uh, it's kind of a cool little, like, moment there. You know, Leatherhead, he's sort of like, hey, dude, sorry I was, like, becoming a beast. You know, Dr. X says, no problem, we can fix your machine, calm down, it's all good. And uh, then we got, uh, you know, Donnie from the air car calling April. And he sends her to check on old Splinter, who's uh, downstairs, tied up with a phone cord. Seems like he's just going through shit left and right in this series. Yeah, like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then Jim... Yeah, you're you're wondering if we ever got to see uh, what happened to good old Sarah. Well, there you go. Yep, she comes back. They turn the machine back on, and she's back through the portal, demanding answers. Mm-hmm. With the most effective interrogation technique, a punch to the eye. Then your boy Leatherface takes out that Triceraton, just chomping away. Fuck. That's a pretty brutal six panels. Fuck yeah, dude. Brutal. That's what I'm talking about. Look at that giant lizardy fuck just eating up that Triceratops. Pretty badass, man. And of and course, that's the end of him. Yeah, they're just like, holy shit, dude. He's brutal as hell. 
And even Dr. X is like, yeah, he's pretty crazy these days. <laughs> and I don't think he shows back up after he gets teleported. No, dude. Uh, no, that's so. kind of left up in the air. I mean, I think it's implied he may have went to their home world. Yeah, yeah which is where he was trying to get to anyway, but with Dr. X. So. Uh, no, I mean, not the uh, Uton home world. I mean the Triceraton. Triceraton. Oh, Triceratons, gotcha. Yeah, so that leaves Dr. X kind of behind with the turtles for the rest of the series. Yep. Right. And, of course, that whole, like, subplot with, I don't know if you call it a subplot, but Horridus and Mikey are, like, reunited. Mm -hmm. It's a subplot. They're getting all uh, kinky. Listen, I'm just saying if someone was to commission a more detailed, uh, you know, artwork of their relationship, I would just DM me. That you would draw it? Nah, man. I want to see it. I want to do the work. Wow. I want to be the. I want to be the audience. I want to be the creator. Just, you know, just DM me. I'm just saying, if you if you create that, just shoot it in my DMs. That's all. Yeah. And we get the little little uh, Raf, uh, Raphael scene heading back, and the Praetorian guard surrounds him. Yeah. So he's had his moment of like showing that he's a great leader and can reconcile with the turtles, and then things take a turn. Yeah, zero from hero to zero pretty quick. Like it's funny because this poor bastard just wants to be like top dog so bad. And like yeah. it's just not happening for you, Raph. You just gotta let it go, man. I do like this subplot. So we got the, the Japanese branch kind of branch of the foot, yeah. Of the foot, which is probably the main branch. Right. And they're just like coming back to New York like No, this is a franchise. You can't just you can't just <laughs> walk in, put on the hat. <laughs> and they tell him they're like dude you know you got a challenger anyway and like even if you you know it doesn't matter because guess what here's this bitch saying that she has the rights and who do we see who do we see but every teenage turtle's wet dream Pimico guys her crazy 90s hair her hair yeah. is ridiculous well I was gonna ask you does Pimico's look do it for you no no. Yeah, I'm not a real fan. She, I mean, it's too many straps. It's, it's a remnant of the 90s. Yeah. That little tiny useless cape. Yeah. I mean, I like how ripped her body is, but her costume is awful. Well, yeah. can I say, though, somebody was shitting on the ponytail? In 22, I think the ponytail proves its worth. Yeah, well, I, I actually don't mind the ponytail so much. It's more like everything else. It was like every villain in the 90s had that Gideon ponytail thing. Yeah. I wonder what was the inspiration. I feel like that's a case for, like, uh, the Kayfabe boys or Michelle Fife to be, like, dig up, like, where, what movie influenced, like, the really long ponytail blade. Can I tell you that last page? I really like how the foreground is drawn on Raphael. Like how Raphael looks, the back of Raphael, it looks just like really clean. Well, they, and the coloring looks awesome. They put it through a, a four color filter to give it those, uh, well, no, maybe it's just Zipatone. Yeah. But they, I don't know. It just. Which one are we talking about? On the last page, Raphael. The very last page. In the foreground. Where shows up. If you, if you zoom, well, if you zoom in. But if you look closely, you'll see there's a pattern to the coloring, specifically on him. Yeah. It's either a zip tone sort of thing going on, or I think they've put it like a newsprint style, like 
four color. I just I really thing. like the inking of it. It just looks clean and awesome. I oh love yeah, the, the, way the, the blades ink? on the shoulder pads look. And yeah. Yeah. In print that tone you're talking about, Jim, is so subtle, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can you can barely see it in print. <laughs> oh, it, it, it is prominent when you uh, zoom into the lowest, smallest pixel. I see it, but like, dude, it's real subtle. I think what's yeah. really cool, what he really did, what what's great about it, man, Craig, I'm glad you said it, dude. We'll shower that last page with some love. And, you know, Frank uh, did a good job on this whole issue. He's did a good job in this whole series. And you got Adam uh, bringing, bringing it with the colors. Uh, because Washing out the guys in the background. Exactly, dude. He's created the three layers of depth there. Like, they're in the far distance. She's in the mid-ground. Raph is in the foreground. It's beautiful, dude. kind of wonder what those background guys look like in the original black and white. There's probably no depth to it. It's just right. yep. inked regular. I could pull it up, but I don't have it. Yeah, I don't worry it. about it. I do like they are elite foot, which is why they have that design. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's pretty cool, dude. I like their hats. <laughs> I like it. I think it's cool. So this issue is just yeah. kind of fun because you get a really good early fight scene with the foot fighting with the turtles. And then, of course, you get Raph's fight with the foot. There's a lot of action in this series, and then you get that cliffhanger with, uh, now Raph's got to fight this chick mm-hmm. for, for the fate of the foot. Yeah, dude, good action, good all-around issue. Like, fucking solid as a rock! You know what I wish uh, these IDW comics had, though? Uh, like, I don't know if you guys got the um, Shioli, uh Transformer issues. Talking about yeah, I, yeah, I got the, them. Transformers. Yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, Transformers. Okay. Wait. I think it was G.I. Joe Transformers. Oh, okay. okay. The G- wait, no, no, no. Tom Scioli. So the G.I. Joe Transformers uh, yep. crossover. Did not yeah, get it. and the, the last couple of pages, they had like a little interview with the creators or a write-up about like what they were thinking or different pages or... Uh, I wish they would have took the opportunity on this to kind of have like a kind of a director's notes or whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, agreed some kind of discussion between Frank and, and Gary Carlson, like looking back or even that would have been cool. Even bring in Adam who like, you know, like I said, like he had to throw in a shit ton of work. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, he had to go back and recolor. Like, I mean, lots and lots of pages so yeah. yeah i think it's a missed opportunity too idw because they definitely did it before it wouldn't be like setting a precedent like i said Sholey did it on his so again i i think especially since you know for these first 23 issues they're not really paying for any new work it's just reprinting stuff so it would have been fun to to dedicate a page or two of just a creator discussion agreed total total missed opportunity Whoever's the head of IDW, President Chris Ryall, I'm calling you out. <laughs> you fucked up, Chris. You done goofed. Do better. So shall we move on to issue 22? Yeah, man. And again, uh, I assume then, Craig, that you went for cover A over cover B. Yes. Okay. Well, my comic well, shop I, I got to tell you guys. B. I, I get both covers mm-hmm. because I'm an idiot, but that's okay. Do you get the retailer incentive cover as well? No, no, okay. no. It's cool on this one. I don't know how you get that if you have to order like ten issues or whatever it is, but I'm not sure. Eastman did a 
really good job with that one. Like Raph's yeah, size are on yeah. each of Pimico's blades. Oh, it's good, dude. That's a good cover. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not as big of, of a fan of the A cover. I mean, it looks fine. Agreed. Uh, yeah. It's okay, but I do think the other covers were better. You know, I absolutely love Fosco, but honestly, I don't know if Fosco drew the original covers and Eric just inked them or if Eric kind of sketched them out. Um, they feel more like Eric compositions uh, on the the from the original series, right? Right, because he he did the um, he did he pencil them or ink, or uh, lay them out or I'm not sure if he laid them out. Um, I think Frank penciled them and, and Eric inked them, but I'm not sure if if Eric laid it out. I, like I said, I, it feels like they're Eric layouts when I look at them. Um, agreed. Again, it's I all guesswork, like, but agreed. Yeah. Piecing it together. They're both good. I, I tend to favor the original covers more on this series. But, uh, like I said, um, it's good to have new covers. So, Bring. What the? My hand, it's bionic. <laughs> yeah, this is a cool little uh, opening where oh. you don't know what's going on. And uh, they make it seem like it's a dream, but I also feel like yeah. it's a dream influenced by what's really happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time, dude. So just for the listeners, he's got his little bionic hand where he had a stump. This is Leonardo. Mm-hmm. He has a dream where the stump, uh, the, the robots are trying to take his body over. And he wakes up with kind of uh, Donatello shaking him awake. Yeah, it's a really cool thing because in his dream, it's kind of a cool like juxtaposition. Because in his dream, like cyborg turtles are attacking him, his hand grows into. It's kind of foreshadowing, hint, hint, wink, wink. But um, his hand grows into robot turtles, and yeah. they try to attack him. And when he wakes up, he's being attacked by Donatello, who looks like a robot turtle. So it's kind of right. like I really like that. I really think that's kind of. And then like he looks clever. down, and he's got a robot hand. <laughs> right now, I, I do have to say. How could Leo possibly have forgotten that? Even Donatello is like, "Did you forget? <laughs> you know, we fitted you with this yesterday. How how, how are you gonna forget?" Trauma does weird things. Honestly, Leo's been kind of a little too cool about losing his hand, in my opinion. He's pretty freaked out in this sequence. Well, he's more freaked about about being controlled by a robot than yeah. actually losing his hand. I don't know, dude. which is a weird hang-up. Uh, you're a mutant I guess turtle, when you're you know? a ninja and you fight with swords yeah. all the time, you kind of expect something's going to happen sooner or later. Right. Um, we go back to uh, the Raph Pimico duel about to begin. Uh, you get to see that Raph actually has kind of a, a little bootlick, a little guy kissing his butt. Uh, his little uh, flunky, his name, Hanzo? Hans, Hanshu. Hanshu. So yeah. Hanshu's got the Cyclops window. He's just really kissing Raph's butt real hard. Just comes comes important, you know, just down the ladder. Raph decides he's going to skip wearing a shredder armor for the fight because symbolically he wants to be the one to win on his own. He gives himself that super cool head wrap. And guys, I think they ripped that it's off. It's only got one eye, too, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, it, dude, that's what I mean. It's, like, it's fucking cool looking. And I think they ripped that off for some other later Turtle series, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, like, what, on TV? I don't... Cartoon. Something. Like, I, I remember seeing this... One of the newer cartoons has that. Yeah, the full head wrap. I remember seeing I that like later. I one of the new, like, the Nickelodeon cartoons. 
But at any rate, I think Pimico, uh, we were ragging on her looks, but I think she looks cool as shit in this page here. Yeah. Yeah, her arms look cool. Yeah, dude. Looks very cool. You're talking about Larson inspired, like really definitely. Yeah. Like You can feel yeah. it, man. And I'm maybe I'm just a filthy pervert, but I thought that that was a, a dirty joke until I read the full like word balloon down there. Which way are you talking about? I'd rather be bending the other direction. I was like, whoa, what are you, whoa, oh, okay, you're telling her to kiss your butt. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I'm stupid. Yeah, this is a good fight, though, dude. I love the action here. Like, the uh, Pimico Raft fight was pretty fucking awesome. Yep. They go hard. Nice. I think Frank really delivers. And the ponytail is cool in this sequence, too. Got the little grappling hook. Mm-hmm. How goddamn strong do you have to be to use nothing but your neck strength <laughs> to throw a giant turtle? Yeah. I'm just saying Pimico's a, a brute, silly, dude. <laughs> Head game strong as hell. Yeah. And also, too, guys, I'm sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, but isn't... Frank really gave us some fucking hilarious turtle faces in this series, and Leo mm -hmm. looking at the hand. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. He's like disgusted. Yeah, he's he's like. Ugh. I also love the big like Donatello coming in at the last panel, the big chunky teeth. Mm -hmm. You know, they've made toys. We we kind of like in the quiz we talked about like how many turtle toys. Dude, I'd love to see some of these as toys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some Urban Legends toys, like Cyborg yeah. Donnie. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool as fuck. I Eye mean, patch, I'm sure uh, they're putting out uh, out-of-our-shell uh, tour figures. I'm sure they're desperate for something new. Dude, I'm telling you. That, that would definitely work, though. You'd get, you know, Leo with, like, the... The arm stump, the hand stump with the sword at the the end of it. You'd get. Uh, you could even have Shredder Ralph, or you could have Ralph that scarred up with the patch. Yeah, dude, absolutely. You know, Ralph could have a few looks, dude. Yeah. Like he could have that like ripped up like hamburger face. Like he could have this like one eyed bandana thing. Like you said, Shredder armor. Did they ever make a Casey Jones figure with like the the red, white, and blue mask? Not that I'm aware of, but again, another opportunity to make a really cool toy. Yeah. Yep. Okay, uh, listen. I'm just saying. Here we have Mikey and Hortus. They're on the couch. They're getting some smooches in. If anybody wants to commission this, just and shoot it into my DMs. Because I'm here for it, man. I'm here for these turtle boys getting their swerve on. Well, this isn't even the most compromising they've been, right? Oh, no. You know what I'm thinking of? The the Savage Dragon issues? Yeah, but I'm thinking of the time Hortus tried to give Dragon a blowjob. Oh. I thought that was, <laughs> was, I thought that was Mikey for a minute. Hortus, the original Mikey. Mikey has definitely been in Savage Dragon. Yes. With Horridus when she was living with uh, Sharona Jackson. Yep. With, with Rapture. Jokes aside, I, I think it's cool. I like that Horridus and uh, Michelangelo have this kind of relationship. It is and fun. 
he's a teenager, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I think I don't know if other issues have shown them having a relationship with other characters or anything. I think um, it's cool. Well, here's the thing. I, I can't think of anything from the original Mirage series, but in the series that followed this one, he Michelangelo does get into a relationship with um, an alien princess who yeah. is who is dinosaur like. Oh, so you uh, say they might have been see uh, the 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 tyra- the tyrant oh, what are they called the Terrans or the, something like no, that. No, no, the the, the tri uh, the triceratons have a have a um have like a sister race that don't have horns. Oh, weird. Uh, and so that, like the princess of their world uh and Mikey get into a, a relationship. I do not like the idea of a triceratops without horns. It's like the whole point of them. But there's other horn, um, armored. Sorry, let me start over again. Triceratopses are just one kind of armored dinosaur yeah. of that type. There are like a whole bunch of them that don't have horns yeah. or have one yeah. horn. No, there's some that don't have any. Although I think there's new science that says they may actually be all the same species, just at different points in their development. Hmm. Uh-huh. I hate modern dinosaur science. I know this is not necessarily feathers on rule, topic. dude. I love no, dinosaurs. I love now. dinosaur feathers. They fucking suck. <laughs> Lizard dinosaurs all the way. Lizard giant fucking chickens. Cold blooded dinosaurs are the worst, dude. Warm blooded means they can do more stuff. Yeah. Like look. Well, lame. you guys ever see like chickens running around? They look like dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. vicious fuckers tearing apart shit. Yep. Or some of those like fucking like. Island birds that are, I don't know, in <laughs> Indonesia or whatever, that have giant fucking claws that just, like, eviscerate you. I mean, it's pretty obvious that dinosaurs and birds are from the same family tree. Turtles have beaks. I'm just saying, weird shit happens. So do squids. But anyway, about the romance <laughs> stuff, Mikey mm-hmm. definitely seems to be the guy who gets into romance stuff. Yeah, dude, he's the party dude. He's gonna wanna, you know, party. It just makes sense, and I like I like that he uh, is uh, having relationships. Um, I am gonna pick on this tangent. Oh yeah, Frank created a tangent where uh, Mikey's shoulder and Hortus's boob. It's oh, just yeah, too it's too yeah. close to call. It's just too close to call. That's but, definitely a boob, not a shoulder. Yeah, no, it looks like a shoulder, not a boob, to me. Really? It looks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. It's a miscolored shoulder to look but, like a boob. But then look at that turtle hand up there. Oh, no, that's her hand. Wait, no. No. Wait. That's his hand supposed to be wrapped around her Yeah, her, his, her shoulder. His hand is around her shoulder, and she is holding the remote. So it's, it's not a miscolored hand. No, everything's colored right, but it looks crazy as hell. But it looks like a shoulder, and but it's really her boob. Right. Yep. I'm and just by, saying ta- and, tangents. And, and by it looking like his shoulder... Right. Her hand looks miscolored. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, once you look at that tangent and it hits your eye, you, it's hard to unsee, dude. I mean, it's everything's right, but it just looks weird. That's all. Anyway. This, God, this goddamn lizard-killing subplot. <laughs> yeah, dude. Never heard of, like, such a big deal for this guy. Uh, well, they I, killed a couple of, yeah. They, they killed a bunch of kids. That was the point of it. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still, still seems a bit overblown. It's only 10,000. It's not that much. And I thought the plot 
with with the mob boss wanting to get Casey Jones' daughter ended, I thought the turtles talked to him and he like Dude, backed down. I know. I got to tell you, I have to agree that these two panels at the end of this, I was like, wait, what? Like that is trying to reopen that can of worms that felt very much closed. Yeah, I don't get it. Yep. But agreed. Yep. Unless I'm forgetting something. No, I don't think you are. Nope. It, as far as I recall, that one was done, 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 and Dunsky. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's my daughter. Who get her back? Go get back my angel. I'm like, what the hell? What? So yeah, that's a little wild. We go back to this fight with Pimico and Raph. He cuts the uh, awesome ponytail off. I mean, how humiliating. He tries to basically, like, play by his own rules. Then be like, I don't have to kill her, dude. We can learn from her. And they're like, nah, you need to kill her. And he's like, fuck you guys. Go back to Japan. The foot are mine. And everybody laughs at him. It's got to feel bad. He's just a teenager, guys. Shitty. But it's it's a key point in the series because he basically spared her life. Right. I guess we'll... Now she'll have some loyalty to him. Yeah, he basically showed, like, he's not bloodthirsty. And also, too, he's... The whole thing is he's been trying to distinguish his brand of the foot as, like, you know, somehow superior. Also, heroic. Yeah, morally and ethically. But it's just not working, dude. The foot from Japan, they want shit run the way they want it. And so they order him to fucking take him down. And then we get to see. So, can I ask you guys something? We see Splinter back here. Mm -hmm. What happened with Splinter previously where he was tied up? I think that was Pimico. Oh, and she escaped? Because I. No, if I remember. Hold on. I can just check real quick. Hold on. I'm going to mash through real quick. I'm 99% sure him and Pimico had a little heart to heart. Yes, that's what I, I know. Oh wait, no, no, she left. They had she her left. captured for a while. Okay, so the thing with Splinter being tied up makes no sense based on the context of the previous issue. <laughs> yep. Nope, nothing there. Nothing to explain. I, I, it. Yeah, I don't get it. And he was like hurting or something, and now he's. Well, fine. I don't know. Here's the thing: spoilers. I'm missing something. We there. do actually know later why he would be so weak there's actually contextually right. a story reason why he's so weak why he was tied up with phone cord yeah, i don't know gotta yeah, gotta be honest if, that... uh, any listener knows right in let there us is no explanation for it as best i can tell because as i said in the issue prior uh him and pimico and casey jones had a little heart to heart but in that scene pimico just kind of leaves after mm-hmm. kicking yeah. casey in the chest and does not maybe she Maybe she came Maybe back. Maybe it's off scene. She tied him up before she left? Uh, no, but but again, Casey was there when she left. And I can't imagine why she would go back just to tie him up. Yeah, I don't get it. That was just a quick thing. That no, I like, agree. Oh. I'm glad you brought it up because, dude, it confused me too. Just so you it's, know, it's not just you. I don't know if they knew the series was canceled by this point. Maybe they just dropped it. I don't know. I do like the scene, though, where, where Splinter shows up and whacks the couch, startles uh, Mikey and Hortus while they're making out. And good old Rock is there to take her back to the SOS. Again, those Fosco turtle faces. Dude, so good, dude. Mikey getting caught. <laughs> yeah. 
and that and the word the words owl smooch tee smurp <laughs> yeah weird it's good dude it's funny oh it's good this is good stuff What's what's the little crane guys called? Doctor X. Oh, they're old. No, but what's their Utrons? Utrons. Yeah, that's a cool scene of him and Splinter playing chess, and he's in his little water bucket thing. You gotta imagine how intimidated are you to play chess against a a literal fucking brain? brain. (laughs) A literal brain. If I'm not mistaken, that's the end of the SOS in this. Yeah, I don't think we see him again. I don't think we see him ever again, so that's kind of memorable and noteworthy as well. Although they're mentioned, he just briefly mentions getting to third base with Hordes, which is funny. But at any rate, yeah, it's cool too. I don't know, guys. I love watching Raph use this ponytail. I'm sorry, I think it's awesome. He's just whipping the shit out of these foot soldiers and stuff. Right. I love it. I love the visual of it. It's funny. I love all the purple hues on his fight scene and stuff. Yep. It makes it feel dark, mm-hmm. ninja-like. It's it's good stuff. And, um, you know, Raph is uh, just a... I mentioned Han, uh, Hanju earlier. Like, he's fucking getting turned on by everyone. Even the dude that was kissing his ass. Like, like earlier, Hanju told him, like, dude, if Pimico kills you, I'll kill her. And he's like, nah, don't do it. And now all it took was the Japanese foot to be like, kill him. And even the dude that was, like, kissing his ass is like, fuck you, trying to kill him. So, yeah, everybody is totally turned on him. Right, and then this guy Chang, who Raphael calls his best friend in the world, (laughs) outside his brothers, which is weird. Well, he's the one who saved Splinter. Yeah. Yeah, Chang is the one who has, quote, is like a witch doctor. So, he basically, this is the foot's medicinal, like, he can enter the astral plane, like... This guy is, like, pretty high up there, pretty, like, serious. So it kind of makes sense that he would be, like, a mentor figure almost. So it makes sense. And he turns on him, and then we get the big reveal. Lady Shredder is not Pimico. Lady Shredder is a mystery. So. Yeah, first we think it's Pimico, but then Pimico shows up. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a good double fake out, dude. I love it. And I think Lady Shredder looks cool as shit. Talk about a toy. Talk about like She definitely figure. looks a lot better than Pimico. Yeah. Yeah. I hate the name though. What, Lady, Lady Shredder. Lady Shredder? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, nah. She herself says just call me Shredder, I, so. I understand why they say it cuz you want to evoke the Shredder again, but I don't know. Shredder Shredded cheese. Well, what would you've had him be called? Yes, Craig. Uh, well, the Greater. <laughs> uh. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I kid. No, maybe just Shredder, and then be like, yeah, a new Shredder. Shred- Shredder would be just better. Well, the next, like I said, the next issue, she says, "Call me Shredder." So yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I get why I have to say it. It's just because it's obvious that it's a woman and stuff, and so I don't know. Maybe you don't have to say it, but. Issue 23. Guys, we were shitting on covers A's and cover B. I like cover A, actually. I don't like it. I do. I don't necessarily like it better than B or whatever else, but I really like this cover. It's a good cover. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't like the Eastman uh, cover on this as much, although it's kind of a cool close-up on Raph chained up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't go hard enough on the mutilated mouth. Right. No, that's true. Yeah. Like it's, although it's there. It's there. It's on there a little, but like I said, he didn't go hard enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, go hard, dude. Give him that meaty mouth. That meaty yeah. mouth. Give him that meaty mouth, dude. <laughs> Those bacon lips. Mm-hmm. You can see Leo. He's trying to adapt to his hand, but guys, it's just not so easy to fight with a katana in your fake hand. And yeah. we get to see some good comedy. I think there's like good comedy here with the hand. Like, man, Gary's a good writer, dude. That's all I'm saying. Like where he said, give me a hand, and he just throws the fucking hand down. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. But they're trying to get uh, Dr. X uh, a body like the ones that the Utrons were in when they very first appeared, where they pop into the abdominal cavity of these robots. Because yeah, with Leatherhead cool. gone, yeah, he was just bossing Leatherhead around, but now he needs a, some way to, you know, do things. So, very cool. They fix his uh, little body. And guys, I gotta tell you, it seems weird to me that Leo is, like, so scared about, like, robo-hands, but is cool with this cap. Well, it's just a cap. Yeah, but where's the sword coming from, if it's not liquid yeah. metal? Well, it's, um, it's like a switchblade. Well, not a, yeah, it, I don't know, it's actually a little bit too long. It doesn't It's work. too long to be that. I guess it's, I don't know, it is too long. It's gotta be is living metal. Is it made metal. out of that me- Oh, yeah, wait. It's got to be living metal, but, like, bros? I think it's supposed to be, like, a Wolverine thing, and I guess it's supposed to be, like, deeper into his arm. No way. <laughs> yeah, that's just... No way. No way, dude. That would hurt, like, so much. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it's just comics, dude. Yeah, I guess. I guess that is. I guess you gotta let it go. But, I mean, is the stump living metal? Like, I don't... I don't know. I'm gonna... No, he doesn't want... Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is... He doesn't want living metal, but goddamn, dude, he just switchblades that. Uh, it does say snicked. I guess you're right, Jim. Whatever. That's my it's, guess. Is it's just extending from his forearm. It's just comics. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to see, guys. I think these faces on these people are funny. I think like Fosco does a pretty funny Casey Jones here. Yeah, I mean, his humans are kind of weird. Like Shadow on the previous page. Her, but it's she, fine. She's got, like, a really, like, grown-up face. The, uh, the Casey bits work. Yeah. I'm just saying, in the teller, like, talking to him, like, I'm okay with that. I think that marble looks cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. I find Casey a really unlikable character Well, he's in this kind series. of a doofus. Thank you. <laughs> he's a no, giant he, dumbass. He's a fucking prick, though, dude. With the, yeah. all the beer and stuff, constantly. Yeah, yeah. They're always worried that he's going to spend all his money on beer. And he's irresponsible as fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a street tough. With a heart of gold. <laughs> I don't like him. I'm with you, Craig. I do not like Casey Jones in this series. It's a fucking D-bag. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you, dude. And like, it's funny too. It seems like every plot he's involved in, he's just a total like arrogant moron. Like, yeah. it's okay, April. I don't care if I lose my job. Who cares? I'll get another job. I'm like, you're an idiot, dude. 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, we never see it, but I really hope, like, in my head canon, April just wises up. She could do better. Why are, why are they together? They don't seem alike. Yeah. Um, well, in this... She's a kind of a different character in this universe than your traditional Aprils. Right. She's like a scientist or a science assistant. Baxter Stockman's assistant, to be specific. Correct. And, like, I don't know. I guess she just likes his street-tough ways. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Seems she, like... She likes being smarter than this guy. You can do better. You can do so much better. Ladies, if you're an April O'Neil-type character and you're with a guy who's, you know... Always fighting sewer mutants for money instead of going to work, getting fired from his job. I mean, job. her best friends are a bunch of turtles. Her prospects are minimal. Just, just do better. That's all I'm saying. Do better. Do you guys, do you guys find that the art in this issue is a lot looser than previous issues? It is a little bit, yeah. Yep, it is. But it's hard to say what was actually going on at the time that this was published. Right, right. Well, this being the last issue of the time, right, forever. Yeah, no, you're right, Craig. Uh, there's definitely some loosey goosey, fast and loose going on. It's not bad though. It still looks good. Yeah, I'm not. It's just a lot. It just seems a lot looser. It is for sure. Hard to say what the criteria was. The turtles have a shared birthday, which I think is a funny plot. I never thought of, but they just celebrate it all at once. Well, their brothers and their turtles they all hatch at the same time. Right. You know what? I know what the difference is. Hmm. In the looseness? Uh, yeah. Cool. Let us know. All the previous issues had an inker. This is all Frank Fosco. Oh. Ew. Ew. I know, like, the inkers must have changed, too, at some point, because it was Andrew Pepoy for a while. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like the issues we're looking at, like, 21-22 is... Mark Hakey, H-E-I-K-E. But then I'm looking at the last issue, 23, and it just art, Frank Fosco, no inker. Well, there you go, dude. Your art's going to look different when you're inking yourself. Yeah. Cool, man. I'm glad you sleuthed it out. I want to hear those, uh, I don't want to hear those readers coming off all condescending-like. So they're having this birthday party they're enjoying it we get a nice little plot i like this subplot i like the idea of mikey being a writer and april working with him i like that i like that subplot because mikey to be honest everyone else is like getting their fucking arms cut off and like you know becoming cyborgs and leading the foot clan and it's kind of cool that mikey's just like hey dude i'm gonna get a girlfriend i'm gonna write a book i don't know i like michelangelo in this series yeah and i also like I feel like Gary is constantly having Donatello use his fucking living metal powers in awesome ways. Making duplicates of himself? Yes, dude. Isn't that cool as shit? It's a cool idea. Yeah, I love it. I also like that Dr. X is literally a doctor. You see Splinter passing out. He didn't have time enough to wrap himself in phone cord. As, um person that got the first few mirage issues not well i didn't get the first few but i was into some of the earlier stuff probably like third or fourth or fifth printings of the, the earlier stuff mm -hmm. 
and then uh, I kind of stepped away. I got maybe a couple of issues in like the 20s and 30s, and then just kind of knew the turtles mostly by the cartoon. Right. It is kind of cool to see those that's Doctor X character kind of as an ally of the turtles, which is completely different than the cartoon. Oh yeah. They were peaceful, dude. The uh, Utrons were chill. They were cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. Comic, comic Utrons. Krang, Krang was created almost exclusively for the cartoon, right? Uh, just to be a villain, but he had almost n- no similarities except the very superficial to the Utons. Yep. Which Utrons. is cool because he looks like a villain. Yeah, <laughs> and that's and that, why why they used and, him. Yeah, exactly. I mean that that was the whole subversion thing is that the Utrons were on Earth uh, doing experiments. And their mutagen was what mutated the turtles. Yep. Um, and so the turtles found them out while they were investigating their origins. And they discovered they basically were a bunch of brains that were using human robot bodies. But then it ends up being that they're mostly benevolent, except for the fact they're just kind of like douchebags. They aren't evil, they're just kind of... Worried about themselves. I don't know if you're remembering right. Uh, they were trapped, and they were only doing the stuff they were doing to get money to build the machine to go home. Oh, was that it? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Always... They weren't really douchebags. They weren't like doing like evil experiments. They were just trying to raise money to leave. But they always come across as kind of like very. Um... Oh, what's the word? They're not the most. They're alt- just cold. Alt- yeah, they're kind of cold. They don't really. They they don't harm humans intentionally, but they don't really care that much Um, later on again after the series in series 4 they do come to earth and basically give humanity space travel as like somebody had to do it (laughs) yeah it was like it's like it's like a it's 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 one of the better parts of like series 4 is that like mankind makes contact with the utrons and like they they get like a um um they get like a trial run of like interacting with the rest of the universe it's kind of fun i enjoyed it that's cool that's where the alien- sounds cool yeah it's like it, that series is awesome i really really hope that uh idw follows this up with a color version of that because i think that series needs to be read by more people that was black and white yes too. Uh. can you imagine how shitty it would feel if like aliens gave you a trial run and like you failed it oh yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you guys just don't talk to the rest of the universe ever again. Bye. (laughs) Maybe we won't come kill you someday. Make I just like, well, fuck everyone. Pimico crashes the party and tells him, hey guys, look, Raph is fucking in trouble. And uh, the thing is, is that like, because she shows up, nobody's really sure why Splinter passed out. Don't worry. We'll get a little bit of that later but just bookmark that but Pimico's showing up to be like hey bros check it out she catches him up to speed on the whole lady shredder business and says well come save him if you want or not whatever i'm going i just thought i'd tell you and so she takes off and the boys take off with her for my money i really enjoy uh you know the turtle throwing his little party hat down in anger i love it yeah i like it i love the 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 panel where she kind of whips the door open uh great panel by frank and great coloring by adam gazowski the again foreground turtles kind of grayed out Mm -hmm. just making pimimco pop they look cool the the inking there looks really cool i like that oh yeah absolutely almost kirby-esque in a way 
Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we were talking about loose, but, like, dude, there's all kinds of good compositional shit. Like, yeah. the choice to have Raft, like, tied up between those, like, two, like, brick pillars. It's just a good visual. And so, Lady Shredder's decided that Raft must die. And, as you do, mm-hmm. usurper. His brothers, the other turtles. <laughs> it is interesting that they do give Raft the choice to, to just become another rank-and-file foot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he's not into that. Just can't do it, dude. I love we get a cowabunga. We sure do, Raven. We sure do. I've been waiting. (laughs) I've been waiting. With bated breath. I don't know. How funny is is that that thwack? It looks like someone just took a marker and kind of scribbled that in. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Thwack. It's all, like... Shaky. Meanwhile, the Katang right down there on the shell looks like, you know, flawless victory. I gotta say, yeah. Mikey's head looks really awkward in the Thwok panel. Um, there's a coloring thing sort of going on where, like, the purple is on top of his beak. But, like, yeah, that purple's kind of like at a glance might make you think teeth, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it fucks with you. Yeah, those aren't, those aren't teeth, are they? That's like the top of his nose. Well, because yeah. like if you look at Donnie, the purple is his teeth, right? But then you look over at Mikey, that's the top I of his. I actually want to say that's a miscolor. Yeah. I think the colorist thought it was teeth when actually it's just uh, lined out nose top. Ooh, we got you, Adam. We got you. <laughs> For... Taking off a point. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Now I didn't fix it in the trade, guys. Just fix it in the trade. That's all. No, good eye, dude. Good catch. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, the beak should be green, and then that's his teeth underneath. But, uh, yeah, dude. Lady Shredder just, like, kind of seems like she knows Leo. What up? I don't know. There's mystery unfolding. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, there's only, honestly, there's only one obvious choice. And that's a character we haven't seen in this series. Go ahead, say it. Well, it's, um, uh, oh, what's her name? Curie? Curie? Ace Duck. No, yeah, it's Ace Duck. (laughs) Ace Duck's under the armor. Admit it. Mutagen Man. Mm Mm-hmm, that's it. Um, I forget her exact name. It's like Curie. Curie. I think she she is also Shredder's daughter. Um, She's mentioned in a previous issue as being out of uh, favor with the foot. Right, and but, remember yes. that Pimico is only claiming to be Shredder's daughter. daughter. No right. one knows. Really. And Kurai has history with these guys, so it would make right. sense that she would know Leo. Right. So she's like the obvious like choice mm-hmm. here, under the armor. But again, guys. the foot said they were out of uh, out of uh, favor with her. Right. So I don't know. Maybe someday we'll find out. I don't think we will. Because, as from what I understand, this is it. The series is canceled. Yep, canceled. Yeah, you're never gonna know for 15 years. <laughs> Can you imagine how bad that would hurt, dude? To get this old lady shredder set up. I know you know. I feel so bad for you, dude. And what did? I can think I ask we're you? All resigned to just. Can, can I ask you really though? No, that it wouldn't end. What did you think? At the time, like when you were reading it, you were just like, "Well, God damn it!" Were you angry? Were you yeah. furious? Well, let's let's talk about it after we get to okay. the last. You're okay, right. you're right. You're right. I did want to say that this talking bolt cutter gag is fucking hilarious, dude. Where he writes the high raff, "How are you?" in a little font. <laughs> He's like, "I can make the bolt cutters talk too." 
Hi, Raph. How yeah. are you? Dude, that's so fucking funny. I laughed literally out loud. LOL, literally out loud, when I read that sequence. So fucking funny, dude. <laughs> and I think it's important. Like, I don't know. I know we said it before, but like, goddamn, dude. Gary just really nailed the turtles. He really got yeah. their personality. Give them this, like, immaturity and stuff. Yeah, so funny. Hi, Raph. How are you? <laughs> Yeah, and then the cyborg clone getting its head knocked off on that same page. So good. This is yeah. good shit, dude. Sorry I jumped ahead. Lady Shredder's sort of like, you don't recognize me? I'm hurt. So that was on this page where Leo, she was like basically telling Leo, look, bro, you should know who I am. We also get to see Donnie merge with one of his clones because he's just split his focus too much. Again, it's cool thing after cool thing with Donatello. It's a very Kirby thing to have two guys crashing into each other like that. <laughs> right, to merge. Like, that's how they merge. The sound, fa- sound effect is Kerrang, too. Kerrang. <laughs> Love it, dude. All this stuff is so good. Leo using the pop blade. Oh, it's so good, dude. This shit is... Remember, when I started going in in this series, I was kind of like, mm, I guess I'll be a... Now I'm... You were a little shaky on I it. I was. But, dude, I love it. I feel like there's so much cool stuff going on in this, like, every issue. And here here we get to see, like, what the deal was with, uh, it's Chang, right? Chang? Yeah. So we get to kind of, like, the thing is, is Chang kind of reveals, you, you kind of find out why Splinter's just been such a constantly collapsing, shaky mess all the time. Right. Yeah. Old man Chang here has used his foot magic to basically siphon off Splinter's mojo, dude. So he's got like techniques and everything. It makes you makes you tie yourself up with phone cord. <laughs> I guess so, <laughs> dude. Listen, when the ninja master steals your you know your skills and your essence and your life force, you're gonna tie yourself up with phone cords a time or two. It's just gonna happen. Didn't you remember an American ninja that happened? I don't recall that. No. Look it up on IMDb. Dude, I saw American Ninja in the theater. Did you? <laughs> and I don't remember. My dad took me. Can I say, if we have any younger listeners, it is literally impossible for you to understand how much America loved ninjas. Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't shut up about them. God. I had posters with all like the different meditation forms, like the hand yes, dude. forms. I had rubber throwing stars. Yes, dude. Yep. There I... was... I came around well after that. No way. I, I, and that was all before Ninja Turtles. Ah, yeah, that was yes. all before Ninja Because yeah. I had Ninja Turtles, which were a generation removed from the Ninja uh, uh, craze. Ninja the, craze. They were dude. born of it because they are direct references to the Daredevil era that came out of it. Right, yeah. <laughs> the hand. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's insane. Like you literally, you cannot understand how much Americans love ninjas, dude. Dude, Bruce Lee is pretty cool. American Ninja came out in '85, so that means <laughs> I was eight years old. That's nuts. and my dad. I remember. I mean, like, were there, you could go was, to an R movie if you went with a parent. Yeah, was there, was there, a, was there like a second ninja wave? Because I know in the '70s there was the kung fu wave. No, dude, you know how long, like, the zombie wave has been going? Like, right. just the ninja wave went for fucking years and years. It did, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Jim, when you say you missed it, you didn't miss it. You just maybe didn't care about it as much. Cause Not you as much. Were, you lived it, dude. 
I mean, there were there, there was were, a different ninja movie that you could rent every week. All, really, all the time. I dude. mean, there were yeah. a lot of ninjas in the '90s, but it felt like the 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 craze had passed. Yeah, these are all like canon movies. Although when, yeah. when Ninja Turtles hit, of course you had a lot of imitators. Yeah. So. No, but I was just saying, like, I don't. Can you go if if a parent brings? Can a parent bring a kid to a rated R movie these yes. days? Yeah. Technically, yeah. technically, oh, okay. yeah. I didn't know. Although, no, restricted means restricted. I don't. I worked in a movie theater, and at least for the theater I worked at, as long as they had a guardian, they were okay. I see. And that was just my theater I worked at, but at that theater, yes. It, no, I definitely I went. Yes, they're more guidelines. Eight years old. Can wow, you eight years old. I didn't see an R-rated movie until like I was sixteen. Dude, I saw the the fly in the theater with my dad. <laughs> my first R-rated I... movie was Broken Arrow. I'm such a sad sack. <laughs> what year was the, the fly? Had to be close to that. Greg, I bet you were freaking 86, up. so I was 9, and I watched The Fly, and that scarred the shit out of me. I was going to say, I bet you were freaking the fuck out. It fucked me Just up. Just because of the creature and effects? It was so gross. It still grosses yeah, me Yeah, he's out ripping now. his face it's off so and gross. shit. Pulling his teeth out. Vomiting on dudes <laughs> and devouring them. And it's fucking... It's, dogs getting mutilated. It's hardcore. Have you seen it, Jim? No. It is, about, about, it is. I don't like the body horror gore. stuff, so I tend to avoid Cronenberg. It's, That's what it is. That was my first experience with it, and it was like mind blowing as a nine year nine year old. Although I did like the thing, I was okay with watching. I saw That's body horror. I saw RoboCop. Oh yeah, RoboCop's not bad either. RoboCop is bad. No, when he's like shooting the guy in the dick. Yeah, dude, like, it's pretty hardcore. Well, wait a minute. The Bitches the, leave. Wait a minute. The shooting the guy in the dick thing—you don't even <laughs> see anything. Yeah, but he shoots his arms and legs off. They just blow yeah, but him that's, apart. Yeah, that's, just that, a that's torso. not okay. How do I? How do I? How do I explain this? Murphy it, gets mutilated by guns. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, but it's but not the I'm same like, thing as the fly pulling his teeth out. Oh no, absolutely no, not. No, but you're it's right. Still, it, like, it, I can't. And a guy that gets mutated and explodes at the end, even that's not horrifying. But I can't imagine. Like my daughter is going to be ten this year, and my son is going to be seven. How irresponsible! I can't imagine bringing them to that stuff. You got to though, Craig. Can't you don't? Can't raise a wimp. Got to. I can't do that. Like it's too much. Like I don't know. Like that. It's not good. There are ways to ease them in. You got to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and and, uh, when they start (laughs) when when Judge Doom gets flattened and he has to reinflate himself, if they run into the room, they're not ready. Dude. It's funny you say that because I had like I started watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit with my daughter and it's it's a little weird in places. Oh yeah, it's, it's like, super uh, fucking like dark and adult. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a ton of racy humor in it. Remember me, Eddie? When I killed your brother? <laughs> this shit is scary, dude. <laughs> or have them watch Home Alone and when uh, Marv steps on the nail, if they if they cringe, they're not ready. They have watched that. Stepping on the nail my... always bothered the shit out of me. That was the worst. <laughs> My son, who's six now, he's going to be seven, with Home Alone, after I watched that, he was so scared, like, scarred that, like, home intruders were going to (laughs) come. He was so fucked up over it. Like, 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 that's a normal thing that people try to break into your house. And I was like, fuck. Anyway, we're getting way off track with weird movies from my childhood that scarred and affected me for the rest of my life it's okay dude it, it tied to ninja fever so it, it connects they, they they corner chang chang doesn't have any choice the footer defeated he's fucking alone 
believe it or not, Gary does a goddamn callback to issue one of Ninja Turtles. This is the this is the <laughs> hardcore, the most hardcore thing. Shredder pulls a thermal grenade out, and in the original issue one, it was real, and the fucking roof where he you know got killed basically by the turtles blows up. Here, not so much. It's a fake out. It's just fucking fireworks. Just enough to escape. Yep, the old ninja trick of fireworks so i love that the inks on that panel the cityscape it's cool yeah this is good and i gotta imagine this probably looks way the fuck better in color um nah, black and white looks pretty sharp the contrasts I, I would love listen president of idw i've already called you out for being an incompetent clown chris ryall if you have any brains and you're so stupid going hard dude. i know dude it's because i know he doesn't listen if you have any brains in your empty head you're gonna release these black and white in an omnibus hashtag some, release the omnibus some real kayfabe going on there hmm? it i like to keep it real 100 color is for cowards that's what yeah. i say <laughs> come on chris quit quit pissing us off and give us what we want at any rate, so the fireworks work, he escapes, and then uh, they're kind of pissed because uh, they just don't know what the hell to do. But then in a twist, to end all twists, they decide, fuck it, let's get some birthday cake. And then like Pimico. <laughs> they just jump off. Yeah. Ooh, birthdays! And then it says, never the end. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't take that out for this. I'm for, glad since... they didn't. Yeah. I actually, as a new reader... Why are you glad? Well, as a new a, reader, I like it. I think it's important to earmark the fact that this is where the series ended. Agree. You don't think it would be confusing for people that might not know this isn't a new series? Listen, if you're reading it the wasn't. series, you fucking know. He said, listen. You either know what <laughs> you you're getting dumbass. into or you don't. For me, it wasn't... Uh, obviously, it wasn't a big deal, but also... Also, too, it like, clearly says never the end. So yeah, never clearly. the end. I do think I gotta. I gotta say, I would, which clearly means it's the end for now. Well, I would love to until know until next month. Yes, <laughs> I would love to know if the decision to have them just be like, you know what, fuck Chang, let's get some cake. I would love to know if that was a decision based on the cancellation. <laughs> well, you know the other thing is true. Uh, the, the very next page says next month. So yeah, listen. <laughs> I do like that ending is so like unacceptable. <laughs> it is, dude. It's, and now you hey, can tell beat, us the how beat you goes on. This is how Savage Dragon will end. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Never the end. But you know what, Maddie? Let's just get some cake. Awesome. Pimimko is into birthdays and everything's just happy. She's, and she's, it's, just like, it's like that that ending on a sitcom where they just jump in the air and it's frozen. Uh huh. And then um um um. Twilight, uh, oh, what's the name of that song? Twilight Zone. Uh, <laughs> the beat goes on. Starts playing. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Guys, I would be very unsatisfied with this ending. So, I didn't buy this when it came out month to month. Right. I bought this afterwards, but not that far afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I bought them almost like all at once. I can't remember. I must have got them off eBay or collected them at the comic shops. But I, I mean, I got them early on when they were still like available and like 
like easy to find and, and, and get. Right. And I just, yeah, being so disappointed in that ending and just thinking as the years went on, you know, of course, like, well, even just thinking then, like, we're never going to know how this ends. And it just, like, sucks to invest 23 issues of your time and not even get, like, it's one thing of it ending early and them just being able to wrap it up on the last issue. Right. It's another thing where it's kind of like, it doesn't feel wrapped up at all. No. And you know, like lady shredder, we'll never know. Like what the fuck? Like it's funny. Cause like Gary didn't even try to wrap it up. He wasn't even like, I think in a way that's better because if he had tried to rush it in like the last second, I feel that, uh, it would be worse for it. It, I don't it know. clearly I worked out. Yeah, I mean, it clearly worked out because we're now, yeah, now looking back. But like, goddamn, dude, it is. Think of the balls, the King Kong ding dong, to just be like, you know what? I'm not gonna wrap this up. Good luck. <laughs> so, so, so I was right. The song is called Twilight Zone. <laughs> that song. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. I did not know that song <laughs> existed till just now. Really? Because I always yeah, associate yeah. that song. Me I associate that. I associate that song with uh, um, with uh, montage endings of movies, uh, like uh, Leonardo. Uh, he uh, he went on to become a skilled oh. swordsman, and <laughs> yeah. Raphael. He never became head of the Foot Clan, but you know he retired. You know, <laughs> years later. Happily married Happily. with four kids. <laughs> Michelangelo was drafted and died in Vietnam. <laughs> oh no, dude! No, his book career took off. Don't you don't you kill him in Nam? Nam. His book career took off, man. He still owns the old bookstore. All right. With his main squeeze hordes. I got an idea. So if this was the end, if this is where it ended. How would you guys right now at this point in time rank your experience with this? I'm still satisfied. For me, for my money, I'm still, we got a lot of cool shit. I'm dissatisfied that it didn't end, but as a series, I'm pleased. I think as a series, it's been quite excellent. As a Savage Dragon side thing, I think it ranks up there with, you know, Freak Force. Yeah. And other other spinoffs of that quality. Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, yeah, I mean, it had 23 issues to, like, flesh out a lot of stuff, so not a lot of the Savage Dragon spinoffs had that much real estate to, to work things out, so I think that makes it enjoyable, um, just the sheer amount of, uh, you know, highbrow guest stars. And, you know, let me say, that as a Ninja Turtle fan, it is very much a Ninja Turtle series. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. dude. It feels right on point when with... As comic turtles go, this is one of the unusual periods for the book because it does not have the usual suspects like involved in it. Like yeah. n- none of the original creators, neither Eastman nor Laird, are involved. Uh, your, your usual right. artists like Dooney and uh, uh, Lawson are mm-hmm. the people who you usually associate with turtles comics. Right. They're not involved, so it is. It, it, I, I know a lot of comic turtle fans aren't a fan of this period because none of the usual people are involved with it. Mirage, it is not a Mirage series. Yeah. You know what, Jim? Which is hot take. Fuck them. I wouldn't go quite that far because, holy shit, those those actual Mirage Turtle comics are good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I think this at the time this series ran, it got a lot of flack for not being the same. The same, really. And also, the, fans... the, the, the mutilations, I think, were also very not liked by the comic Turtle fans at the time. Yeah, but I think that, you know, in past interviews we've done with Frank and Gary, it's like, you know, th- th- they're never meant to, like, stay that way. Right. You know, and people didn't give it time, and you don't want to rush things, and obviously they're going to give Donatello his body back, and, you know, I'm sure they would find a way to return the other turtles back. So, like, it's comics, you know, that's what happens. Right. When, when Volume 4 came out in 2001... And that's when I started reading comic turtles. By the way, my first Nur- turtles comic was issue number one of volume four. Right. Um, they and this this is considered volume, volume three, three. Urban volume Legends? three. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. The first there there and volume two is kind of an iffy volume because it's kind of short. But anyway, when volume four came out, they basically ignored everything that happened during this, but they also did yeah. not contradict it. So oh, that's so that cool. the thing was they just kind of did a time skip. Because they treat yeah. they treat Ninja Turtles as like a uh, a real time thing, so when the turtles came back in two thousand one, they were no longer teenagers. They had been around since the eighties. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so do they still consider this? Not well, here's canon? the crazy thing. Now that it's complete, and although I don't know what the ending is, if it restores status quo, it's entirely probable that this can be restored to yeah. canon without any effort. Well, it, it's a cool kind of subtitle too to call it "Urban Legends" because it's like, right. did this really happen or not? You yeah. know, yeah. like cheeky, yeah. And especially if you know, as we read these and, and it concludes, and and he's they're able to return the turtles kind of to their I, normal self, then it makes all the more. Ironically, sense. series uh, volume four also basically quote unquote mutilated each of the turtles. Uh, the mm-hmm. funny thing there was that what happened was um, Leonardo he didn't get muta- he didn't get mutilated so much as he got abducted at some point so he wasn't around for a bunch of the later issues. Weird. But Raphael got bit by a vampire and turned into this giant hulking turtle. <laughs> okay. Donatello got shrunk down to two inches tall and had to drive around a robot body. Okay. <laughs> and then Mike- Michelangelo <laughs> also didn't get mutated, but he did get abducted by aliens. And have adventures. It's so. It's just funny. Fandom is so funny. Like that's that's okay, but people. I don't know that series. Crazy that's, about I this love stuff. that series to death, but I don't think a lot of other people do. But I think it's mostly because it sounds fun as shit oh, to me. You guys that's should comments, read it. Man. It's so good. If you like this, you will love that. Let me tell you that much. Well, you were talking about like fandoms but, being so funny. Um, it's not. In sorry, print. Jim. It's you in, finish up. Sorry, I'm it. just gonna say. But the problem is, it's not in print. It's very difficult to uh, find these issues. They had low print. Runs. How many issues does it run? Off the top of my head, I can't tell you, but it's like thirty. Craig will have it in a week. That's not bad. Craig will have it in no, a week, dude. I I can't spend much. I, I'm in. This is a guy who got bizarre heroes in a day. He's he can do it. No, I didn't. he can do it. No, I didn't. It took me all COVID well, to to get all those. Volume four isn't the hard part to get a hold of. It's Tales of the Teen Ninja Turtles Volume Two because mm-hmm. that ran seventy issues. And those Ooh. issues are a bitch boat to get. So, in okay, case, so how the hell are those not available? I mean, we're talking they're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the most popular franchises. IDW started reprinting the tail stuff, but I think they stopped at a certain point. I don't think it all got reprinted. Also, the thing about the uh, the Volume Four stuff is it actually only went twenty eight issues month uh, monthly issues. Well, I say monthly; it was really sporadic release. It was really delayed all the time. But anyway, 
But at issue, why can't why can't they do phone books? I mean, if the stuff's already black and white or digital, you know, or, I'm a huge print man. But like, for God's sake, if it means the difference between having it at all or not having it, right? Do digital. So there's another wrinkle to this: is that the series ended at 28, and then the Viacom buyout happened. Right. But, but right. Peter Laird retained the right to continue publishing. Uh, comic book turtle comics the most insanely sweetheart deal in history so after the series ended he released four more issues mail order only that were ten dollars <laughs> a piece and they were like nice. double length and they are the hardest issues to find they cost three hundred dollars a pop on ebay now craig just says christ <laughs> that is an appropriate reaction it's dude. entirely possible that idw does not have the right to reprint these books because again laird retained the rights to them well, he could just reprint them and, and make mint. Yeah. I mean, he stopped making Turtles comics uh, after issue 32 when he could have because apparently he had gotten burned out on Turtles. That's why he sold out to Viacom because he had he had worked directly on the 2008 CGI Ninja Turtles movie. Right. And that mm-hmm. experience was enough to finally burn him out on Turtles entirely. And that's what prompted him to sell out. If you watch that Toys That Made Us thing, dude, he's kind of a... Uh, yeah, I could see well, he, what you He's described. also getting up there, too. Yeah, yeah well, point, he's a lot, older, he's than, he's a lot like, older than Eastman. He is, dude. Yeah. And, like, what's, and Eastman's getting up there. I mean, he's no spring chicken either. I mean, he was young when he started this. Right. But, but, dude, Laird is like... Ah, like, he's old, old. And so it's kind of like... I could see someone at that age just being like, eh, fucking I'm rich. But, but, who, but who cares? Between like 2001 and 2009, Mirage put out a shit ton of Turtles comics. Uh, a new series, a mini series for each turtle. So there's there's 12 issues for four turtles. Um, a 70 issue run of Tales of the TMNT, which was just a bunch of like uh, 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 anthology style stories. Right. Um, a bunch of, wait, did you, no, that was basically it. Just that. But that's a shit ton of Turtles comics. And then the Viacom buyout. And then it's just been whatever IDW publishes. Yeah. It was so. Do you have all Oh yeah. I bought all that stuff when it was, except for those last four Ninja Turtle issues, which, uh. How the hell didn't you buy those? Because they were mail order only and they were $10 and I was broke at the time. Oh, Jim. I know, right? Oh, the but I, I do have always buy it. But here's the other thing, because because they were kind of this weird mail order thing. Mm-hmm. He also ended up releasing all the pages for free on his blog. So oh, okay. I have three out of four of the issues digitally in that way. But for whatever reason, issue 31 didn't get released that way. So I don't <laughs> have that one. Is that the is that the last one? Uh, no, second to last. That's why it's okay. worse. Oh. God damn, dude. Somebody's got to have I, it. I'll find it. If I really want it, I'm sure I can go get it. Can you just say I'm thankful that I never read Turtles comics? That sounds like a horrible end to things. And, oh, we haven't got started yet on uh, apparent. We'll get to it. I'll talk to them about this part off the air because it's just really esoteric. <laughs> okay. This Sorry, is not listeners. for fans. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. This is not for you. I got to say, though, I, I do like the concept of the turtles i love how fantastic it is and how it's just not ninjas and it's space and it's this you know it it it, it reminds me in ways of like a typical like a similar savage dragon type thing where anything goes and that's fun there's a lot of supporting cast and reoccurring characters yeah and absolutely villains that come back like True. you know i am surprised at myself that i 
don't collect Ninja Turtles. Turtles is um, a lot like Dragon in many respects. Yeah. Um, it comes from in, I mean, in, for in a indie, while, just creator-owned indie roots. The, the day it sold out was the most insane thing ever. Because you think it, it was heartbreaking for me. It was dude. crazy. Why would you do this? Yeah, it was heartbreaking. I was yeah, but like I said, it, it makes when you get to a certain age, it's like, well, you're gonna keep doing it forever. Like he's kind of he's ready probably to retire. Leave it to somebody in your family or something, dude. Like, it, well, I'm sure you know, like his family is probably not artists or something, and and the the money he made, he I'm made sure like sixty four million dollars on the sale or some shit. He was he yeah. set everyone for life, but he it was just, rich already. Yeah. That's true, but so but, it's uh, but, like, who but, cares? but it's relative because he. he if I remember correctly from that toy uh, uh, episode, I, I don't mean, think it was rich, rich off of it. In fact, but, because Turtles have been largely, in many ways, dormant for a very long time. Right. Because the cartoons right. did okay, and that movie didn't do great at all, to be honest. The third movie sunk it. Oh, yeah. The third movie but, killed everything. Yeah. I mean, things don't last forever either. It's amazing how relevant Ninja Turtles have been for how long, but... I mean, at some point, I mean, think about, like, Captain Marvel was, like, the biggest superhero at the time. And now, I mean, yes, he has a new movie out, but he's not at that level. I mean, so it's like, do you cash out and make a mint or do you gamble and, you know. I just hate when indie creators, like, give their properties to corporations. Yeah. Because never will a corporation care as much as an individual, period. Yeah. Never. They, they will no, never it sucks, but it just comes down to money, honestly. Yeah. Because that, that's, I mean, it happens with microbreweries and beer. And, oh, yeah. You know, every every kind of aspect of business, that, you know, people are going to go. It's going to give them the most money, especially when they want to retire. And you can't it's blame them for so that. I mean. unfortunate that the, the, the sequence of events always goes. Creator does it for a while, sells out. It continues for a while, fine. Then it doesn't do quite as well as it did the year before. So they start, like, things just start going downhill, and there's no yeah. incentive to, like, innovate. Once it's not making money for the stockholders. Right, holders. exactly. Yeah. And then it becomes just another line on a portfolio. Exactly. I mean, it's kind of like, think of all the IP that is out there that's just, like, sitting around not doing shit for no reason. <laughs> no reason. Well, and that just means it's time for the next artist to step up and, and create something, you know? And sometimes that's good in a way. Like, do we really need 40 years of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, uh, cornering the market? You know, let's let's get a new, let's get something new out there. Give someone else a tra- thing, try. Turtles is one of those concepts which is incredible to me is just how j- popular it is across generations. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not many. You think like probably like GI Joe, Transformers, Ninja it, Turtles. It, well, the, well, there's lots of things. There's Superman, and even well, not, uh, there's like uh, Spider Man, yeah, fucking Mickey Mouse. There's a bunch of stuff, IP that just like is built to last. It's just Turtles is unique because it's creator owned. It didn't. I mean, but there's a. I mean, I even think like Saturday morning cartoons. There's a lot of stuff that was big and like He Man. It's. You know, the new kids don't give a shit about He-Man, you, well, but kids And yet there are love. two He-Man-based co- TV series. They're coming out on Netflix. Yeah, I was going to say they I mean, yeah, they're trying. coming out, but yeah, but they're also, you know, the people are going to be watching it are people like you and I, too. I mean, maybe she, younger Shira, kids will get into She-Ra it. She-Ra is very popular yeah, I was going to say, teenagers and adults. Proves, She-Ra is a good exception to that. 
Yeah, but for I mean, it's coming back as more of a, uh, you know, it's, it's it. Yes, kids like it now, but it hasn't been. You know, how many years has it been since Shira was popular? They're just trying it out again. I mean, Ninja Turtles have never stopped being a well, hit, just but like that's Transformers, not, that's not just true. like GI Joe. They stopped being a hit in the mid '90s. That's why we got this series that we're talking about. Well, you know, again, yeah. we're within I the mean, life, we're in the lifespan of the original creator. Like, imagine if you were still alive. When, like, fucking, you know, uh, the dudes that made Superman were alive, it wouldn't feel the same as it does now. And I wouldn't say it stopped being a hit. I mean, it got less popular. Still making, like, the action figures. Like, the kids all, like, they still had Ninja Turtle parties. I mean, they weren't as popular. I mean, He-Man vanished. Like, after that was done with our generation, it was gone for 20 years. So She-Ra. They tried. You know. They, yeah, they tried to do a, Masters a couple, of the Universe. They've done a couple of, like... They try every it didn't couple. Stick, of, yeah, they don't stick, but you know they try. But I'm just saying, like Transformers and and Ninja Turtles have just clicked with every generation since they were developed. Almost just because they have reinvention in their DNA, and I think that's the secret yeah. for these things with longevity. Is like, dude, there's so many different Transformers that, like, when you see a new Transformers, people don't go. Uh, it's just like you just know it's another Transformers. Same thing with yeah. Turtles. And I'm really surprised that Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got canceled. Wait, because, it got canceled? Yeah. And it's wow. like, God, it's goddamn incredible. It must have cost and, too much to make. Uh, dude, it's... What, what is that? The latest, the, series, the latest series. Yeah, and it's incredible. Uh-huh. Like, I'm telling you, the animation is off the fucking chart. I couldn't... Because I was like, I'm, you know, just... I haven't been watching Turtles cartoons since the 80s. And I ignored this one. I was like, whatever. It's for a new generation. It's not for me. Dude, people share Twitter clips of the fight scenes from that show, and they're like movie quality animation. It's insane. Yep, they're fucking crazy. It how is. Good they are. It is. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah, I think I've seen that. Unbelievably one. good. But and it's also very different than all previous Ninja Turtles. Like its its selling point is that it's highly, yeah. highly uh, remixed. Well, but that's this is the one. That's the one. Raph's got the Raph whole is, like skull Raph, cap. Raph is huge with his and he's yeah, huge. He's huge with the skull cap. He's got that one little fang that sticks out. I like yeah. One's like Donatello's tall and skinny, and, right? Yeah, or something. April's black and all kinds of things. And, and Splinter's yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of a goofball. Casey's a woman. Like oh, he is. Yeah, Cassandra. I, did, I didn't know that. Cassandra Jones. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. So yeah. So this is in my experience the stuff with the most longevity is the stuff that can be remixed the most reinvention yeah reinvent transformers is very uh good at that that's why transformers Huge, lasts goddamn also it's robots and vehicles right. i mean yeah but you can you can change it's, everything it's about it and still keep that core yeah. and like ninja turtles is starting to go through that where and like shira was like that that's why shira did so well because it was a complete remix yeah. reinvention and it why I don't why I, new, it's but... it's why I don't think this new yeah. He Man series is going to do as well as people think it is, because it's it's going back to basics on He Man. Bro, Kevin Smith is like fanfic the professional. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go different enough. Yeah, <laughs> and now, but at the same time, oh, it's by Kevin yeah, Smith. It's, it's his involved, baby project. Yeah, yeah. but uh, th- but mm. then again, you can go so far as to get uh, Thundercats Go, which was uh, really bad. Two, yeah, two remix. Too far. You, you oh, I liked it. I thought it was funny as shit. Did you? It, it's not supposed to be like serious. I have no opinion. I watch it. I, I was I was cracking up when I watched it, but it's not like it's just a goof on it. So if you liked it, thinking it was going to be serious or like anything like the original cartoon, well, you seem to have come to edit at the actual like uh, purpose. 
because most of the internet just shit upon it and never stops shitting. Well, that's the thing with fanboys too. It's like, oh, you're making fun of my favorite that's thing. Also or the it's also the internet. Like, yeah. It's like we're adults now too. It's like we can just laugh at it. It's not supposed to be. I don't it's know. It's the internet. A drama. Yeah, it's, it's the internet, dude. It's like just the overthought and taking shit too seriously. And it's just like, you know, that's what's. It's kind of like thinking, taking it all the way back to Turtles, like this series here when it failed. It, it was just like, dude, you know, people couldn't just appreciate it for what it was. Like, I had to be comparing yeah. it to everything that it wasn't. It's like, dude, just calm down. Like, this, this series that Gary and Frank did doesn't erase your memories, you fucker. Well, that's the thing too, and it's just like music. You can't just keep doing the same thing. No. You got to try different things, and you get bored with the same thing. I mean, you know, having a, a cartoon series that lasts ten years or whatever it lasts, the original one, it's like we, we don't need to see that again. It was done. You want to watch old episodes? Watch old episodes. Yep. And that's also, and that's always been the thing: is that this new stuff doesn't erase the old stuff. People who judge their past on something new, I th- it's always baffled me. Just don't yeah. watch the new stuff. Ignore it. You like you have to be able to accept too that uh, because of money, uh, because people don't support new things, because right. because awesome new things happen all the time, and people ignore them. It, things die sales yeah. death constantly, and so it's like thanks to that, you're gonna have shit coming back all the time. So just deal with it because it's gonna yeah. happen, and when they bring shit back. It's not gonna be the same thing. Um, the new Battletoads game, dude. I love the original oh, Battletoads. I love the original Battletoads. Apparently, like it was fucking stupid to a lot of people because the new series kind of treats it like a joke. Right? And yeah, it's a silliness, and and I get that too. Like, that gets old too. Where everything's got to be a joke too. Yeah. I just I just let it go though, dudes. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This is for a whole new generation. Yeah. The, and... the new Battletoads is closer to the Thundercats go, just with a slightly more consistent yeah. art style. I just let it go right. though. As as somebody who, like, it's funny. Like, I'm a comic artist, but like, it's so dumb to have Battletoads be important and influential in your life when it's a joke to a lot of people. Right. But, like, if it was a comic artist, and those Nintendo Power Battletoads comics, I fucking, that shit influenced me so much. I was drawing that shit over and over and reading Wait, it, and I was like, oh. There were, there were Battletoads' ninja, uh, Nintendo Power comics? Yeah, Battletoads' Nintendo Power comics. I, and, and, I must have missed those. Those must have been before I was reading Nintendo Power, because I love Nintendo Power comics. Oh, dude. There were Battletoads' Nintendo Power comics, and that shit, for me, was huge. And so, like, again, Battletoads are huge in my life. And this new game is just like so, like wah wah. They're so dumb. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It's cool. This is just not for me. I hope other people like it. And a lot of people do. I've seen a lot of people being like, "Fuck yeah, bros! This is funny, and I like the writing, and the characters are cool. And finally, I can actually play this game and beat it." And <laughs> it's just like, dude, it's for a whole new generation. I heard so. it's a little too short though for the price they're charging for it. Is all. True. True. But. Mainly, I'm just saying that like new shit happens, and it's they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna. Oh, I should say, old shit's gonna get brought back. It's not always gonna be your cup of tea. You can walk away. It's okay. Like it's not the end of the world to walk away from a series because one day they might do a reinvention of it that you fucking love. Yep. So, who knows? All right, I think we've said everything there is to be said. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, we're gonna be coming back. About We're gonna be coming back with another one of these episodes uh, to wrap up this Urban Legend series. We got three more issues, the new ones that we that no one has ever seen before. New to the world. Yeah, it's exciting. I am uh, excited. Maybe dude. we'll find out who Lady Shredder really is. And I hope I'm. I'm excited to kind of discuss and look at like the art approach on these new issues. We're talking, yeah, you know, 15 such years a huge later gap of time. It's they're going to be different. You gotta, you gotta expect that. Agreed. And I do have thoughts because there were things that I was like, huh? So yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun conversation. It'll be interesting to see if we're satisfied with the actual and conclusion now too. And a little uh, sidebar. We may be doing a little bit of bonus content with it as well. We may be reviewing five issues instead of three, but we'll get we'll 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 hash that out amongst ourselves uh, before the episode comes out. Oh. How dare you throw a wrench into a into this on air? Jim pulled a little lady shredder of his own. Yeah, yeah. We'll s- we'll see how that goes. Listeners, we weren't prepared for that. You just heard me and Jim or fucking me and Craig's real reaction. As opposed to Ninja Turtle Extravaganza. All right, cool. Well, guys, it was fucking awesome talking turtles with you. It's been great. The Savage Turtle Cast. Cal. The Shell Cast. Yeah, man. The Teenage Mutant Fin Cast. (laughs) So, as always, you can always contact us at savagefincast at gmail.com. Leave a comment on our website, savagefincast.com, on the. uh, blog post for this episode or any episode really uh you can find us on youtube just search for savage fincast we should pop up our channel should pop up uh latest episodes are going up on youtube so if you want to subscribe there it'll get alerted when our new episodes come out as well as we're always on itunes and google play leave us some feedback we'd love to hear from you do we get to say hit that subscribe button and ring that bell never never will we (laughs) say that all right. Cowabunga. I don't, I don't pander. <laughs> Cowabunghole. Cowabunghole. Cowabunghole what? <laughs> Thanks, guys.